Hey, Mixtape listeners. You can find us every Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Launched in 2011, New Amsterdam Vodka was the fastest spirit brand in history to sell 1 million cases. New Amsterdam is a premium 80-proof vodka made from some of the finest quality grains from America's heartland. It is five times distilled for unparalleled smoothness and filtered three times for a clean, crisp finish. New Amsterdam Vodka is slightly sweet on the palate. It is five times distilled for... What? Did I say three? Filtered. Filtered three times, distilled five times. That's right. For unparalleled smoothness. A lot of numbers here. New Amsterdam Vodka gives 110% to make great-tasting vodka and celebrates stoolies who do the same. Whether it's cheering for your team on game day, going out, or just relaxing at home with some pals, New Amsterdam Vodka mixes well in any situation, smooth enough to drink on the rocks, and mixes well with juice and soda. Or, or, make a classic New Amsterdam mule. New Amsterdam Vodka is the official vodka of the NHL and Barstool Sports. One name, Jules ain't slain anything on this plane. Remains are found when the best kept secret can heat it. You went platinum with a ghostwriter, so in the game you won, you cheated. February isn't just about one supersized football game. On Spotify, there's thousands of free sports podcasts that agonize over the pre-seasons, off-seasons, and plain old regular seasons of nearly every sport imaginable. Basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, curling... And even hurling. Yes, that's a real sport. Everyone knows that by now, I hope. I've yelled about it before in the past. I'll do it in the future, not in the present. Now it's so easy to stay updated with the latest trade rumors, predictions, and scorching hot takes from some of your favorite game's biggest names. So take it one episode at a time and give 110% of your attention to the thousands of free sports podcasts on Spotify. Because the best offense... Is a good podcast. This world. How's that working? Better? Much worse? Yeah, signi- yeah, that's it. That, that mm-hmm. was the move right there. Tech savvy Tyler, that's what they call him. I don't make the uh, low to moderate bucks for nothing. <laughs> you did a blog, a very important blog, I might add. I did. I was going to say you did one as well. I feel like there were many were important. The Phantom Time, probably the most important. It was. It was. Uh, it was one of like the three most requested ones from last year when I was doing it, and I kept starting it, and then something else would pop up that would catch my eye, and I kept pushing it off. So I was like, "All right, that's the one we have to lead off with this year." Um, I wish I could buy it more. It's one I I, I want to be all in on. I just can't in good faith. I, I trust the the Tang Dynasty too much. I wasn't. I was like, this is all a bunch of malarkey until I got to the, uh, it just sounds cooler to be in the year 1000. I'm like, sure. want that spot on. <laughs> Sold me. I like, wow, a king, my king. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, that part I was definitely all in on. Like just three, especially like the churches involved like that. Yeah. Uh, you can't trust those guys. 
Yeah, no, not in the slightest. And then just being like, hey, we're all going to die in like 40 years because that's like if, if everything goes that's well. That's just what yeah. we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're not even going to come close to that. So why? Uh, who's really keeping score here? We just made this shit up anyways. Yeah, I'm fine with I'm fine with any like a king imposing his king will as long as it doesn't involve like raping and plundering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if you're doing yeah. that. Plundering. plundering uh, some plundering. All. Justified right. plundering, plundering in uh, justifiable circumstances. But yeah, for the most part, it's like no, this is just the way I want it to be. Like, uh, sir, we've got several versions of the Bible. Don't have a King James version. <laughs> I, you're right. Make it happen. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, get Shakespeare on it if you must. I don't care. I think Shakespeare is what I'm going to dive into this year too. Oh boy, well, I feel like there's a lot there. What? Uh, that's what I mean. I feel, uh, yeah. You could do. I feel like you could do a Shakespeare series. That would just take you right into football season. Potentially, yeah. I counted it up. I think I have thirty weeks. Because uh, okay. last year I didn't start till the summer. It was just like, man, no one's blowing anything. I don't really know what to do, and I just stumbled like ass backwards into this. And now you're tied to it, handcuffed oh, till death. Oh yeah. Like if, if I'm still doing this two years from now, I can't imagine how bad the conspiracies are gonna be. <laughs> Okay, I got a conspiracy guy. Six, we all know the number six. Turn it upside down into nine now. <laughs> like, man, oh man, Cully's really lost his fastball. <laughs> yeah, that's like one of the good ones I did last year. Even people were like, eh. And I was like, this is, this is fucking really good. What are you talking about? Which one? The McDonald's Monopoly scandal. That was, a, it was just. A lot, because like, I remember it linked to like a really long piece, and I was like, "Let me." I want to read the really long piece, and I started right. reading down on a plane. I was like, "Yeah, I've been reading this for like twenty minutes, and I'm halfway done." Fuck it this! Was, like that was the one I that was the one I wrote in Atlanta, and it took me like four hours. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's like I, I think the people would be in. It's just so many layers. It's like, can't you just tell me like Lake Lanier is killing people? Right? Can't you tell me like the year seventeen hundred never existed? It's like now. Yeah, there's a, someone linked me to something. I can't remember what the name of it. There's like another calendar where you just add 10,000 years to the year it is now because I guess that's when you can like really say like hunter-gatherer type humans started like 10,000 years ago or 12,000 mm. 12, years ago is when like hunter-gatherers, like when humans started becoming humans and weren't just like blobs. Sure. So – so yeah, be, saying it's like year twelve thousand nineteen, uh, I don't hate that. I, I mean, I guess it's just not sm- like in the year one thousand. That's just smooth. Oh yeah, like two thousand nineteen, twelve thousand nineteen. It, it makes no difference to me. Correct. I'm still yeah, writing no. like the like the date I'm writing is the exact same one nine. Like uh, but one thousand. Yeah, it, it, there's also, like, for us right now, like, we already lived through the year 2000. Like, we got that excitement. Right. But Maybe. being able to to go back to 1772 right now, I'm all in on that as well. Not so much. You mean, like, if well, the year was just 1772 or if, like, the timing of, like, the era was, like, either way, I'm out. Yeah, no, for you, bad times. But I just mean, like, well, everything. For me now, bad times. But, uh... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let me let me have PlayStation at least. Yeah, no, like nothing would change other than we would just say it's 1772. 
I will say, I feel like it only works for the 1770s, though. Like, 1765 doesn't sound as cool. 1781. But 17, like, 1774? Like, 1770s just strong. Oh, yeah. I mean, 1776 was, again, for people like me, good times had by all. I bet. I mean, not so much. Yeah, no. I'm, uh... No, I'm good with it. it just staying whatever fake year we've decided on. Yeah, no, I, that is the conversation I'd like to like go back and sit in. Just like, hey guys, I know we're all like 26 years old, but what if we just started calling this year one? See, the thing, I feel like I would, you'd be killed though, man. You're a smartass. They would have killed you early. <laughs> the king, king would have had your head on a pipe. Yeah, I don't know how, I, I mean, even <laughs> in modern times, I don't know how I skate. It's like, what if we just changed to one, uh, year 1000? I was like, what if you just had better ideas? <laughs> it's like, wow, they're going to kill him. They're literally going to kill him. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, it, it, I wouldn't, uh, like, even as a court jester, like, the, those guys, <laughs> those guys would get a little too over their skis, a little bit too much dip on the chip, and then, boom, head on a pike. Oh, yeah, I'm rewatching Thrones now, and Joffrey's really. I just got into Joffrey's reign, and I forgot the one where the. What's uh? What's it called when they sing the songs? Not Jester. The um. Uh, like a bard? No. It's like that. Like that. It's a word I yeah. can't think, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He had he made him sing the one about his family. He was like, "Well, you're you're a musician. We'd rather keep your tongue or your fingers." And I was like, "What a boss move! Am I am, am I a Joffrey guy now? Wow." Yeah, Joffrey, I mean, what he did to, like, Sansa and, like, what what really was off-putting about him was before he was a king, how he acted. That always sat less well with me than the shit he did as a king. Oh, yeah. No, nah, as a king, he was, yeah, he was like, there are consequences. The guy was like, I'd rather, get, I'd rather keep my fingers. He was like, well, Sir Marin, <laughs> you know what to do. It's going to be a lot of instrumentals coming from you, sir. Yeah, you, I hope you enjoyed that song, boy. That was the last one. <laughs> Just yeah, I to the need... office and see the McMahon's head up on a pike. <laughs> what happened to the McMahon? Listen. Yeah, it... He got the Shernan asked him a question. He got a little snazzy at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that beside him? Oh, Nate went early. <laughs> Nate, Nate would be the first to go without question. Without question. Everybody, did Nate even get to meet him? Everybody just shakes their head. No, yeah. <laughs> I was afraid of that. Yeah. Probably, probably for the best. Yeah, but... what can you do? Yeah, I'm trying to think. You know who sneaky <laughs> might go real quick is Riggs. Why? I'm listening. Riggs is one who, if you catch him just at the wrong time, he'll absolutely pop off at the mouth. And that, like, <laughs> Riggs, Riggs would either be Varus and be there till the very end, or he'd be gone in seconds. That start, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. We should do a Game of Thrones for the office. Clem did one back in the day. When I was going to say, I know it had to have been done before. Yeah, when there were like nine of us, he did it. And now he's like, I don't know who can take jokes. I don't know everyone. No, yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely would not risk it. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. But, yeah, that's... Uh, I need to I need to start my rewatch of Thrones soon. Everyone, I feel like, is doing it too soon. Now, see, the thing I found, it was some chart online... That timed it up just right, so I've been trying to follow that. 
Yeah. No, I know Clem's doing that too, but like I also can't do one at a time. I'm either watching five or none, so that, yeah. I know I can't stick to that. Well, see, the beauty of it, it's only for I think it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You're supposed to it oh, okay. paces it to watch two episodes a day. But I also know I'm not going to do that because I can't binge watch. I was like, this works out perfectly over seven days. <laughs> you, yeah. You, see, it, it comes back April what? Um, let's see. I want to say 19th, but that's not right. I was thinking earlier. Yeah, you probably had to start like beginning of March. And like, how many episodes are you watching it? Like, you like four or five at a time, or like? Uh, I'm like one and a half max. I, yeah, you. I mean, I'm shocked you can do that many. Same. Um, I'm usually about like three, probably at a time. Okay. Uh, this is giving the final episode date, which does not help. 2025. April 14th. Okay. You got about two months. Yeah. 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 No, I'm. I'm quite excited. It's a good show. I'll say it. Yeah. No, it, it took you a while to get there, but you're here now. It took me a long while. Are you a Planet Earth guy or no? Not a fan. Really? I don't know what that is, but it, that we're talking it's, about just in general. The nine marble. Yeah. <laughs> More of a Saturn uh, gent. Yeah, no, I don't I don't hate you there. Uh it's uh it's like a BBC nature documentary that it's just like I don't know how they get the footage they get because it's like how like how long did they have to have a camera in Siberia just to see this specific tiger eat this specific like fox? Oh yeah, now the editors are working triple time. Oh yeah, no, they, it's like it comes out like once every like I don't know, like ten years I want to say, but it's always just incredible. Oh, I'm uh, sure. Listen, the BBC they do not half-ass it on the production. No, they sure don't. So they they just it's BBC on Netflix, just. I'm guessing. Uh, it is now. Yeah, okay. some of it is at least. I'm, like I have, uh, they've. They've had spinoffs too, like ones that just focus on the ocean, ones that just focus on like Antarctica and shit. Uh, but BBC just dropped their dick on the table this morning and announced um, five new documentary series uh, coming out over the next couple of years. One's called How uh, Seven Worlds, uh, like how each of the, like it's going to go through every single continent. Uh, another one's called Perfect Planet. Is it going to include Europe and Asia as one? Because those are one continent. People don't know that. <laughs> Fair. Uh, <laughs> one's called Perfect Planet. Strong disagree. Another one's called Frozen now, Planet. If you're not talking about Earth, I'm listening. But... Uh, Frozen Planet 2. Mm, I didn't like the first one. Didn't care for it. It's horrifying. No, like, sure. absolutely horrifying. That's the thing, like, it's not for like the the weak of stomach. Some of the episodes, like they'll just be like, "Oh, here's some adorable penguins, and here they are getting mauled by a killer whale." It's like, "Oh, that changed so quickly." Oh yeah, now I remember. Do you remember? It was on Twitter a couple of years ago when I don't know what made it big, but people were just randomly posting seals being clubbed. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, it did. yeah, like it was just like, <laughs> look, whatever you don't do, don't watch this ninety second compilation. Of seals being clubbed, retweet for awareness. Do not watch. I feel like that was right after the uh, the great penguin cucking video. Ah, uh, 
That video hurt my soul. That was. It still hurts my soul. That was a tough one, but that was also some of the funniest the timeline's ever been. Was that one video? Man, oh man! But even then, Seals were like, "What the fuck? What? How did I get in? <laughs> Beat him! <laughs> I'm dancing. I'm happy feet. Don't hit me." Do you remember that one uh, lizard that had to run through all the snakes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was Planet Earth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, that was. I would watch stuff like that. Yeah, there's one. Uh, I even made them snakes as bitch. <laughs> the snakes low key pussy. Talk about it. They they put that clip in the the hype reel for for all this because they they well know done. that gets people going. But they uh, there's one where it's like in Africa, like a watering hole, and it's just like a fuck ton of gazelles. And this crocodile just lunges up and like knocks one of them in and like breaks its legs. And it's in like super slow motion. So when it happens, like all the other gazelles are like, oh, fuck, there goes Freddy. And they all just like sprint away. And when they break apart, there's just one zebra in the middle. Like, ah, oh, fuck, my cover's blown. It's yeah, what? <laughs> what the hell, Ernie? You said you'd give me the, the word up. What? Uh... Yeah. It's so fun. Like, it's just like, where do you come from? Like, well, you, no one here is your pal. What do you, uh, what's going on here? Zebra. That's the white capo. <laughs> I'm kidding. He would never be at that party. So, yeah, that was the thing. Young Thug, future, confirmed uh, Grammy winners. Unreal. Unreal. I've heard that everybody involved in that song gets one, but I only saw Thug's writer name listed so that's why i only went with him but if so even better yeah block boy 21 oh boy i can't wait somebody tell me it's like future is going to be like presenting the grammy next year to little baby it'll be great <laughs> I can't, little baby and gonna just take the torch from future and the i'm already crying yeah no these are happy times had by all that's the most i watched of a grammy in forever i don't know what, did you enjoy it, or did you just feel like I had nothing else is on? Well, some of that, I wanted to see how Alicia Keys did, which I thought she was fine. I thought, like, I was just afraid of her trying to go out there and be, like, a stand-up comedian. Oh, yeah. And she didn't do that, to her credit. So, I was like, whew, I can deal with anything else. But I thought she was going, so, uh, just roasting people in the crowd. Kim <laughs> Kardashian, am I right? <laughs> but no, I thought she, uh, I thought she was fine for it, especially for a first-time host. Yeah. No, I mean, I can't imagine that being, like, easy or really, like, fun. Like, that sounds stressful as hell. No, it uh, and I feel like your job is just, like, don't take away from anything. And I don't feel like she did, so. Plus, like, she has, like, the two piano things. People will talk about that. I feel like she did fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, Young Thug performing and then just leaving, that killed me. That was pretty good. That He's just like, fuck this song. I'm Pusha out of here. T still residing in Drake's head. Big time. Man, bold move to win a Grammy and then say Grammys don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> bold indeed. Yeah, when I listened to that, I was like, oh, you're not winning again. Uh, yeah, no, that'll, that'll be your last one, bub. But you get it. If you're fine with that, I'm fine with it. Yeah, no, listen. That, was like, he, that couldn't have been his first one, right? Nah, he's got to have some. Yeah. Uh, I had a feeling they were going to give it to Gambino, like as many awards as possible. How many did he end up getting? 
I don't know, you got video of the year, which I don't know why the Grammys even do that. That feels like a very MTV type award. Uh, you got record and song of the year, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And I don't know, probably like song that made uh, white people feel good. I'll say, yeah, white people love their fucking song. It's the get out of music. I know that joke's been made a million times, but it's just like true. Pretty much. I'm like, wow, riveting, captivating, <laughs> wow. Him standing on the car is like him standing on the economy. <laughs> well, maybe he's just standing on the car, I don't know. <laughs> Let me just say this. I don't know how, did SZA get in the war? She made that video. Her just sitting there and doing absolutely nothing was my the highlight of my part. My America. I think she deserves an award, too. No, I, I, I don't believe she won any awards yesterday. Hmm. I'll defend your honor. J-Rock won a Grammy. Known Grammy winner, J-Rock. Long overdue. Yes. I didn't realize like how bad his motorcycle accident was. Like, he almost died. Yeah, no, he was almost up out of here. Yeah. Like, I do remember that. Because I honestly remember when stuff started dropping. I was like, did, like, did they record that before? Because I thought he was, like, done. Like, right. never, like, walk or talk. Like, I thought it was, like, that bad. But, no, he's out here winning Grammy, so good for J-Rock. Trying to think if anything else happened. Offset, back in the picture. Just killing the game. What's his album coming out? Uh, probably soon, I imagine, with this promo. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, I don't know. Yeah, that's so strange. That and uh, Kareem Hunt, he didn't get any Grammys. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, no, the Academy's still deciding. <laughs> Do you think that was a good deal? For the Browns? Sure. Well, I mean, yeah, him getting paid to play football is a good deal for him. So, yeah, from the Browns. I just didn't. Like, I get Dorsey's the guy who drafted him and and everything. But, like, Chubb was excellent. They seem to hate Duke Johnson last year. As someone they hate him every year. They keep bringing in <laughs> like multiple people every single year. Uh, so I, I guess if they're just not going to use him, they might as well use someone else. But I don't know. Kareem Hunt was going to get a job. Yeah, like that that part didn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, a team with Nick Chubb, I don't think they needed to go out and get hunt for like a year and then they got him on the restricted so i guess they could trade him after that or, or something like that it was who's I don't know. like I don't, somebody will just find the next kareem hunt like that's what i don't get you said it perfectly the raiders yeah uh, man oh they're getting all those khalil mack picks <laughs> so it's like if they're playing that but i don't know it's like a that's best case scenario worst case scenario is, i think they show like after nick chubb started he was like the number one ranked running back if i'm not mistaken yeah and that sounds right and i'm looking right now duke johnson's caught i don't know, 175 passes these past three years like for shit teams and now he gets baker mayfield and it's like yeah let's bring in Kareem, who is very good i just said i just, i just don't think the risk outweighs the reward he uh yeah duke johnson had some like 
after his third year, like some random ass stats popped up. Like he's him and Herschel Walker, are the only two to have this amount of rushing yards and this amount of receptions to start a career. And it's like, Oh, all right. Pretty good. Yeah. Like it, I'm looking four years. He rushed for 1300 yards, 4.3 a pop. And in four years, he's caught 235 passes for nine a pop. So it's like on a good, like why, why can't he be somebody's James White? Like you yeah, can just think- catch 50 passes every year. And it's just like, Actually, we want to make you. Uh, we want to give you less work. We're just, you're so good. We want to bring in more competition, dude. You're too good. Here's Carlos Hyde. <laughs> oh, you proved it. You're still good. Okay, it's fine. We're gonna be more touches uh, after Kareem Hunt. It's uh, yeah. No, I mean the Browns. I guess maybe if they want to use Jeff Lowe, saying they might try and use Duke as like a slot receiver or something, which. I guess, but I don't know. It felt like they used a, a high two on Carl on uh, Carl said, uh, Nick Chubb. Like he proved he could handle it in the NFL as he did at Georgia. Uh, and yeah, you already had Duke Johnson, who I believe has an extension about to kick in this year. So that see, I think I feel like it made Duke a trade chip. Definitely. I don't know. Like I would be trying to get him, but maybe I feel like NFL teams would be like, well, the Browns don't want him. Uh. Who would want him? Oh, he's gonna be like the Patriots, like four string running back. Yeah, they swap him out for uh, Burkhead. Let me <laughs> see. Yeah, last in June they agreed to a three year extension with Duke Johnson. Pretty good. Gotta bury that guy. <laughs> yeah, fifteen million. So five million a year for your third string running back. Or I guess like a million for Kareem Hunt. But I was like, if he's doing that, then he is he really an asset? Like, right. Phil Lindsay gets is making like five hundred grand a year. So if you're looking for third string running back savings, then I don't know. I, wa- I wonder if this was simply a move just so like they they're like, hey, we think we're going to contend this year. We don't need the Steelers picking him up and replacing Le'Veon Bell with this guy. I mean, I get it, but Connor was fine, and they still didn't like they still weren't cooking. Like they, my point is like they're, they're building a good thing regardless. If this was a team right. with like no running back talent. Like, if this was the Raiders, I'd be like, yeah, like, why not? He might just be really good and got cut for what he did. Also, like, there's that to it. Like, that. Oh, yeah, that's a huge part of it. Apparently not. From my mentions, (laughs) apparently it's not. So it's like, I. Like, Callaway. Like, what they all did was different, but Callaway was in, Josh Gordon out, now Kareem Hunt in. So it's like, what? I don't know what you're saying. As a GM, it's like, well, John, uh, John Dorsey's got. A lot of experience at this at drafting uh, bad people. Like not to say oh, that yeah. Kareem Hunt's a bad person, but I, I, is that ex- the experience that I want? I think we could we have enough to say Kareem Hunt at a, at least at a point in time was a bad person. Again, like again, I'm fine with that, but it's like is that what I want? But yeah, no, give him more bad people. He's good at managing them. Right. Yeah, that's a strange thing to be known for. And also, it's not like the Browns just have this like Steelers or Patriots rep of you know like consistency. Right. Hey, they been consistent. No, you're, you're right. Consistent uh, goodness. <laughs> so I, it just seems like to me you're building like some legit goodwill. Like you're going to do it. Like you're, they're going to be fine regardless. It would suck to see Cream Hunt on the Steelers or Bengals or Ravens, but I feel like they're going to be good regardless. Right. Like is he going to is he going to be the difference between 11 wins and 15 for them? I don't think so. No, probably not. But Again, I, as an asset, I 
I get it. Yeah, no, it was wild news to see. Uh, like free agency essentially just started, and I don't—I haven't heard anyone else who signed. Nah, I think Silver's going to like extend the NBA day, uh, trade deadline to get some of the some of the Jazz back, or put in like a like how baseball has a trade deadline, but it really doesn't count. Like they just have like three more trade deadlines after that. Yeah, it's like no, but no, but for real. Like this is like <laughs> for real, for real. After next. Tuesday, you will not yeah. be able to trade anyone until the next Tuesday. Yeah, that would be that would be all time, uh, especially for teams that like to blow multiple twenty point leads uh, in a six, sixty hour span. Boy, you guys stink right now. To our credit, not enough people are talking about how hard it is to just get a twenty point lead. So, hey, listen. I'll give uh, Boy Wonder all the all the credit in the world. I'd rather have him than Giannis. I'd rather have him than Gold. It was uh, not fun. Oof. Would be my take. Obviously, everyone heard the Lakers lost on this to rave reviews, which was cool. People enjoyed. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I wasn't one of them. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, go out, just smashing the Clippers. Just absolutely smashing them. Up 28. And then it got down to 20. And I believe I tweeted out, like, boy, this feels like the least comfortable 20-point lead of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, apparently uh, the Celtics agreed as they just didn't want to win the game. And Kyrie got hurt, which was cool. Well, I mean, that guy's an iron man. <laughs> what was it? I mean, as long as it wasn't his knees, what was it? What, did he, what happened? People are saying it's his knees. Oh, no. It was one, two. Like, I was shocked. No one was, like, discussing it when it happened. It was one where he, like, tried to go around the pick, which I don't know what who he's trying to prove playing defense and whatnot, but he, like, tried to go around a pick and, like, made no contact and then hyperextended it. So non-contact injuries are usually the best kind from what I understand. Yeah, no. What's he day-to-day? I imagine he'll play tonight. But we don't have a game tonight. <laughs> Who's this? Oh, Philly. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So is he he's out for that, I'm guessing? Definitely. Yeah. I, uh, I was happy to see Philly on the schedule. Because it's, like, if we were playing, like, Dallas. We're going to fight Dallas. Right. We might fight Philly. Yeah. I think we need to fight Philly. They're probably like, yeah, this is a, yeah, they got y'all by a game, so they this could tie it up or double the distance. So this is a big game. We were ahead of them on Thursday, so that's good. <laughs> y'all were ahead of a lot of people <laughs> at a certain point in time. It was uh, it was a tough two games, and yeah, now we got Philly. Terry will start, I assume. And I, we just I, we just need to sign Markeith. Is what I've decided. Is he even healthy enough to play, though? That's what Do I we need him to play. Yeah, you guys stink right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need all the help you can get. And yeah, also, I, like, is more players going to help? I thought that was the issue before. You had too many. You're going to add another one. Yeah, but I'm not looking for him to play. That's the point. I'm looking again. For maybe it. you should be the guys you got now. They're blowing leads willy nilly. I just like Mark. The one thing uh, Tobias said that was the. 
the most important after the, the Clippers loss was like everyone was focusing on the we're not having fun part. And I imagine blowing a 22 and 28 point lead in consecutive games isn't very fun. Doesn't sound like it. No, no. I would go as far as to say it's infuriating, but him saying that like they don't have the, the toughness of like last year or like the Isaiah years, he wasn't even here for those, but I think everyone right. in the league rec- recognized like, oh yeah, that team like stinks talent wise, but boy, are they going to. Yeah, no, like, you're going to have to fight for a win. Right. Like you'll probably right. beat us, but you, it's not going to be easy. Right. So now I teams are like, like, ah, we don't have to fight and it's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. So yeah, that's why I want Markeith. Just just to, just so like him and Marcus can cuz he had a quote today that was killing me. Marcus um, or Marquise? Yeah. Uh, Marcus. Mm. I haven't heard from Marquise in decades. Um he said uh, to me, I, I was just speaking real. He said his teammates accepted it because they know what he's about. Uh, which trigger play? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just like I. I challenged everyone to a fight, and they all declined. I yeah, no, to... no one wanted a duel, as it <laughs> as it would appear. I have to agree; it was the right call by them. Yeah, nobody nobody wanted to shoot the fair one. So I'm just picturing if we have another one of him in there, constantly ready to throw hands as well. That it can only breed uh, positive results. I get. Is he going to score fifteen on fourteen shots too? I would hope so. Yeah. Is he going to score three points against the Lakers? The Lakers game. <laughs> I mean, you just talk about bad timing. <laughs> yeah, it was very bad. If Rondo hit that shot with not one second left, maybe things are different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although I wouldn't have felt like thrilled with that win. I would have appreciated the win, but I wouldn't have felt thrilled after it. Wait, about how you feel, man. It's about the standings. Like, they, we get into the, the end. We sure are. Were there, like, 28 games left? Yeah, say, like, we're in our, what, I guess the last third of the season, feels like. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, we've played 56 games, so yeah, 26 left. Well, uh, I'll ask you your all-NBA teams in a minute, so be thinking about it. But All yeah, right. the Clippers stink. Clippers are real bad. Guys like who don't even know each other's first names uh, led that comeback. At one point in the game, they said Doc Rivers was only calling three plays because that's the only the <laughs> amount of plays they knew. And boy, Genius was like, "I'm stomped." Montrez Harrell <laughs> was just dominating. You love like Lou Williams. Yeah. I'm gonna. I, I want to see how many points Lou Williams had because I swear it wasn't many. Let me see. I've got it. Uh, he had 15 on 15 shots. Okay. Lou Morris, wow. Uh, Shamit. Eight players in double figures. Yeah, I mean, Shamit in the fourth quarter just killed us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shea was really good. Zubak is good. I'll never, Zubak. I'll never get why they just gave him up. He's Zubak good. looks about five inches taller in a Clippers jersey than he ever did in the Lakers. That's what I'm like. I, he's good. And I didn't know he was that young either. I'm, I'm in on Zubat. Yeah. I don't understand what the, I mean, it, it would be very unlike the Lakers to just give up a promising young player just to like clear cap space. Unreal. I don't even think it cleared cap space. Probably not. I don't know yeah. what they were doing. It was <laughs> a peculiar move, but yeah, no, it was, uh, a real ugly loss. Probably the ugliest I've ever seen. 
boy, 12 points in the third quarter. It was the second biggest comeback in the Garden since Stephon Marbury and the Phoenix Suns came back from 29 down back in, like, 02. Some good company. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, man. It's like, it's like I really... I be wanting to believe me, y'all, man. It's like, do I have them too low in my Eastern tiers? And then y'all do some stuff like this. Correct. Yeah, we had, like, literally... Someone broke it down. We had went 7-3... and three, and then we went 0-3, which caused, like, the Kyrie comments. And then we went 8-2, and followed by 0-2, which caused one of the other fucking controversies. And then we went 9-1, and and then 0-2, this most recent two games. So it's like, we keep turning corners and then just, like, turn right back into where we were before. I'm looking at the schedule right now. Y'all about to be on TV a whole lot. Excellent. I, is that good or bad? Are we, uh, uh, is Rondo on the other team in any of those games? Yes. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> the Clippers, too. So I, I'm i looking right now. The 12th, between now, between February 12th and March 11th, a month, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight televised games. Well, they'll all be televised. Well, I mean, not on my TV. This is what I'm talking <laughs> This is like my television. No, so yeah, like Toronto. At, see, at Philly this Tuesday. You feel good about that or no? I know I you normally want, would, but Kyrie out. So I don't. I don't care. We've won one uh, road playoff game against a um. Is it a team with a winning record? Let me let me get the stat. Hold on. Sounds about right. I don't do a lot of winning. The, Not this the, Celt- the Celtics without Kyrie are one and eleven. This is from Sean Grandy, the voice of the Celtics. The Celtics without Kyrie are one and eleven in their last twelve road games against winning teams. The one win was in Philadelphia, Game Three of the Eastern Semifinals last year, which we were in attendance for. Yeah, we were. So, I I, I don't really. Like, it's Aaron, not a big enough game. Like I, that's why I wouldn't take. You're not scared. Like you're not worried. This isn't. It's February. No, I, but. I just want to see how they come out and play after all this. No, that's fair. Also, like if Vice Morris looked good as hell yesterday, man. That guy's great. Or Harris, excuse me, not Morris. That guy's right. Stinks. The actual Tobias. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> awful. Big awful. He's done exactly what I anticipated, which is unlock JJ Redick to make him like dupe JJ Redick all over again, and he's just wide open, just splashing threes all over the place. What's also like I I just kept seeing it's like where are the shots gonna come from and it's like if you look at where those shots were going from like it's it's easy right like it's shots that I don't even know like Corey Brewer was getting like seven shots a game when he was there and close again, he's, personal friend again yeah NBA player the two teams were like yes we would like that guy. But he can like he gets those shots now. Shamit's fine, but he'll get those shots now. Amir Johnson was taking shots for some reason. He'll get those. Like there's look right now. He's taking thirteen in the two games that he's played in Philly. And I feel like normally he's not that far above that. Like he normally right. takes take sixteen. So he's three shots off. Like Covington was at nine and Sark and Sark was at ten. Shark uh Shamit took six. Fultz took eight. Brewer took seven. Muscala took six. Wilson Chandler took six. Amir Johnson and Bolden combined take six. What's well, like 
please to buy. Like, if you want to take 24, <laughs> like, we got 25 open shots. Like, that's why the – that would concern me more about Butler, honestly. Because, Cam like, there are enough? these – well, he's – I don't – he's – it feels like he's still playing when he first got there. Like, he's tentative. Like, he's not being himself. Right. Like, I'm looking right now from Philly to Minnesota. He's taking less shots, less from three, getting to the line less. I mean, in less minutes, so – it makes sense, but it's just like everything's down. His efficiency is not really that much higher. Like for for doing less, shooting one percent higher, less from three, much higher from free throw, but he's not getting there as much. So right. it's he's played thirty four games in Philly. Like I feel like it's t- like okay, he I don't know. He just feels better than like he's a nineteen five and four right now, and Jimmy Butler is better than I think the numbers are showing. But if he's not going to be that, then what's the point of having Jimmy Butler? Right. I think the the other thing, too, obviously it's an incredibly small sample size, but Ben Simmons only had eight uh, on 13 shots against the Lakers. Like, is that a worry going forward? See, I don't – Simmons, he kind of feels to me like a – like John Wall type. Like, I don't, I don't want Simmons scoring 20. Right. Like, I don't even want him taking that. Like, I'm, try- I'm looking now to see how many shots. Like, Simmons takes 12 shots a game right now. That feels fine to me. Yeah. Like, he's over his last five, he's at 13. Yeah, against the Lakers, he took 13. Nuggets, 10. So, that feels – yeah, that feels fine. It's. I just think it's Butler. Like, I think Butler now has to take some of these shots that, like, Wilson Chandler's not and – Shake Milton's not and like Sham like these Shamit shots and these Corey Brewer shots. It's like it's shots available. Like, did you watch the Philly game? All the Philly game yesterday against the Lakers? Yeah. No, just the second half. So Philly looked unstoppable. I well, missed one. It, it was, was much 60. like that in the first half, but it was bit like Tobias didn't force anything. Like he didn't. Right. He just stepped into thirteen shots. Right. So I and I get Jimmy Butler's trying to be like the. Good soldier. Now it was like, hey, where the hell was this when? Uh... <laughs> like, <what? laughs> Dude, there's this Netflix movie that just came out. It's about like this NBA lockout type situation. I'm listening. Let me see what it's called. Um, and it has actual NBA players in it. Like every once in a while, they just cut to them. Mm. Uh, High flying bird. Okay, I'm in. And it has the girl from Atlanta, the one who uh, has... Sizey uh, Beats. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it's when an NBA lockout sidelines his biggest rookie client, an agent hatches a bold plan to save their careers and disrupt the league's power structure. And for some reason, like, Donovan Mitchell's in it. Like, not acting. Like, they just cut to them randomly, like, in black and white, just talking about being basketball players. True. And it happens, like, four times throughout the course of the movie. And Carl Anthony Towns is also in it. I'm in. And there's one point where he talks about something that was, like, very pertinent to the Jimmy Butler situation. <laughs> no, no. They're just working off script. No, like, it was, like, talking about, like, how much he loves adversity. And, like, <laughs> I was just like, I don't know who thought this was a good idea, but Towns, I I love you. I just don't don't believe you. That's my whispers in his ear. He's like, that's adversity? Oh, no. That's awful. I don't, I don't like that one bit. 
I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I thought you said diversity. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was just sitting there laughing. I was like, Kyle, what, what's happening here? Oh, boy. Now I need to check that out. Donovan Mitchell also becomes like very honest about how much he was forcing it to start this year. He was like, I think I had eight points over 20 games. That sucks. Not great. He talks about like the Adidas campaign and how he was like, that wasn't me, man. I don't know why I did that. All right, Mitchell. You're a cool guy. We get it. Yeah, he was definitely pandering. Yeah. So who, I don't know. <laughs> he just dabs out of no, all right, Donovan. <laughs> Pulls a blunt from behind his ear. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, Where's Joel Embiid in the MVP discussion? Like third? I would have to let me see. Who do you have one right now? Who's one? Giannis Harden in that order? Harden Giannis? Harden Giannis. Yeah. I think it's probably that. I feel like the standings to make sure. I think Durant's got to be up there. I would agree. And I, yeah, I feel like Harden Giannis feel like a tier. And then the next tier, I would say Durant's in there. Embiid is in there. Jokic is in there. Yep. Uh, I think Paul George is in there. Yep. Um,. Yeah, I'd probably put Paul George slightly ahead of Durant. Yeah, no, like those are probably, I think those are probably the five. Brad Stevens, six? Uh, let me see what they do against Philly. <laughs> he can get back in the conversation. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, he's not out, out. But, uh, no, yeah, that that feels like the, I want to say Kawhi, but like the defense and he's missed some games, so I don't think he gets in there. Right. Um. Curry? I was thinking him, but... And I know he hasn't missed as many games as I thought. So he'll probably get in there and... Uh, maybe he like maybe he should. I'm slick thinking he's the better... Like I, I, I kind of see the vision now. <laughs> but, yeah, MB, he's up there. Like, for sure. Yeah, he's really good. Um, right. Yeah, Steph's missed 11 games. Okay. Which... Not a whole lot, like, if this is only the 11 he missed, like, if he ends it with only 11, then that's great, but we don't know. Like He'll Durant's probably be around, great. like, 15, 16, probably. Yeah, Durant hasn't missed a game, playing 35 right. minutes a pop, so I would have Durant in that spot over him for now. More than fair. And DeMarcus Cousins right behind Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you wanted to do first... First team All NBA. Uh, I mean, we can, we can roll through all all three. I feel like first first feels kind of right. set more or less, but we'll see. What's your? Do you have your first? So it'd be Stephen Hyden. Mm-hmm. Do you have the same? Yes. The forwards are interesting. It's it's tough because there's three. Like Paul George is one I'm sure of. Oh, there's four. Fuck. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, there's, there's Paul George and Giannis. Yeah, those Giannis. Are, those and, are the two. Like, those are my two because those are the two I'm sure of, and it kills me. But I think Durant goes second team this year. I think, and I'm just going to step on this. I think LeBron goes third team. No, I agree. He should. If that he should. <laughs> no, please help. But for sure, I, I couldn't in good faith put him above any of those three guys right now. Any or of maybe, those four? And Kawhi, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I think he, he could get the Kawhi spot on second team. Like, if he just plays the rest and kills it, maybe. But, yeah, no. As of right now, he's going to look very strange. He and Russ mm-hmm. are going to look very strange on third team. Mm-hmm. And then Embiid is the center. See, I had Davis. He's not going to play anymore. And I know that doesn't matter, but... Is he? Like, I feel like, I feel like the NBA is like, oh, no, he'll play. Which is strange. I mean, Mark Spears was on a, a tantrum this morning being like... Ben Simmons, be- Bill Simmons was on a tantrum this morning. Everyone was on a tantrum this morning. Well, Bill Simmons felt very, uh, like, Celtics-oriented. as What? Versus- that doesn't sound like this. <laughs> As opposed to Spears, who was just like, why didn't they force Carmelo and J.R. Smith to play? Yeah, no, I get, like, they're different. Like, those guys were bad, and this one's not, but should that matter? <laughs> like, it probably shouldn't, right? Like, if we're just talking about rule right. of the law, he's absolutely right. Right. Um, so, that's what I'm looking because I feel like he probably, I know they said they were going to put, like, minutes restriction. Yeah, I mean, they straight up pulled him from that game the other night against the Timberwolves. Yeah, Buck's co-owner was fined for tampering an hour ago, so. Yep, sure was. Good to know they're cracking down. I hate to see that for Mallory <laughs> and the family. 25K. Um, <laughs> it's like lunch money, yeah. They had to buy the NBA lunch. Yeah, he. I'm still going, even if Jan, uh, if AD were to play out, I think I still would go and beat. Why? I think he's... Like I said, we just talked MVPs. We had him. We didn't even say AD's name. Well, that uh, for MVP, I would take into like team consideration. For all NBA, I only take individual. That's fair. I mean, Anthony Davis is at a point and a half more game, a uh, little bit less than an assist more game, and statistically, much, he's got him at everything. So pretty yeah. well, Embiid's got point two more rebounds per game. So let's not go. I'll, with I'll give him that. He plays in less <laughs> minutes, so I'll give Embiid rebounds. But yeah, AD's got every got steals, blocks, less fouls, less turnovers. Embiid does get to the line more. I think AD make like those. Those are like basically a wash. Mm-hmm. Neither can really shoot threes. AD shoots them better and shoots less of them. Pretty good. He shoots higher from the field. His PER is higher. His offensive plus minus is higher. His defensive plus minus is higher. So his actual plus minus is higher. I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. as an individual talent, I think Anthony Davis had a better season. Now, again, if you are taking team into it, which MVP feels like it should, that's why I would have him there. Fair. Because a lot of people were t- like, it, it, you're crazy not having B. And I was like, I don't see the – nobody was making a case outside of team stuff. And I don't consider team stuff. So that it means nothing to me. Do <clears> – <throat> all right, I guess the, the question would be then, do you think writers are going to vote for Anthony Davis? Now, somebody mentioned that, like, will they hold it? Now, I could absolutely see that. Like, I had him beat second team. Like, it's not like I just I, had him not there altogether. And if they do that, then yeah, sure. Embiid will get first team, and maybe they keep Davis off. Entirely. Uh, yeah, maybe they keep him off altogether, because I, I can't imagine why they would just say, well, first team, that'll teach him. <laughs> like, so if they keep him off, they'll probably keep him off them all. But as of right now, uh, yeah, I'd have Davis there. And there's two-thirds of a season left. This could change, but as of right now, I'd go AD. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I was thinking more of... I When, when you cause such a uh, a problem as he did, um, I feel like that is going to get held against him. And if that's right or wrong, I really don't know. But I definitely think it will be held against him. And I, I don't know if he's going to get any awards. I do think he'll get if he 
keeps playing because he's like if you just look back, it's like why Anthony Davis had a much better year than he had last year. Why did he not make anything? Right. Like he's scoring more points, two more rebounds a game, doubled his assists, less turnovers. Like he's just he's getting to the line. Like he's better this year. Correct. He was consensus first team last year. So I again that like somebody asked me what my team was. That's how this all started. So for my team right now, it's him there. And I don't like Embiid's easily second, but again, statistically he's better at everything. And I'm going His, for individual talent. Except rebound, yeah. And this is and that's a, basically a wash. Um Right. Yeah, and this is A D like he's it's the highest amount of field goals he's taken per game other than twenty sixteen where he took point one more per game, so it's exactly the same. Ball hog. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I just see the voters absolutely holding it against him. No, for sure. See, the thing is, I, I feel like the old ones would, but now the ones that are like, well, Steph played 48 games, but he was the best. Now I'm not so sure. Yeah, also, Steph. Uh, no, I'm sorry, what you say? Steph also wanted to play. Yeah, I'm sure AD wants to play. I, I mean, he doesn't just, care. He's out of there. He didn't. Correct. I don't, I don't think it makes a difference to him. Like, people were saying that, like, games, and people are also saying them head-to-head. Which I don't like again. All NBA is for eighty-two games. Like the two times they play each other a year, really does nothing for me. Right. And looking now, like I know Embiid, they killed him last time, but oh, they've played four games together, and Davis has averaged more points, rebounds, assists, and blocks. So it's like, I like, is that what we're going off of? Because if so, I was like, I, maybe Aaron Baines is my first team center. I, listen, the Celtics net rating when when Aaron Baines plays it makes them better than the Warriors. When he doesn't play like these last two games, you see what happens. So no, I, I, like I'm, I'm half joking, but no, Baines is good. But the thing is, like people are like, well, Pelicans have he has a good team just like Embiid does. And it's like, well, no, because <laughs> like those guys aren't Ben Simmons and Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris and JJ Reddick. He can like Davis can have a fine team and Embiid can have a better team like that. Correct. Those can both be true, so I don't put that really on him. I don't. I don't put any stock in it. Yeah, no, I agree. I I, I do agree. Anthony Davis is a better individual player. I just don't see a world with how this season played out where the writers are like, "Yep," because just Embiid. I, I also feels like. We've been waiting for this Embiid for so long, and we got like a taste of it last year. Mm. So just the fact that it's like, hey, no one talks about him being an injury concern anymore. He's playing all these minutes. He's the Sixers are really fucking good. Like the I, I, like I while I agree it is an individual thing that the Pelicans being the 13th seed will definitely get held against him. No, for sure, and I like that's what's gonna happen. Like if Embiid gets first, it's gonna be like, oh, right, look at you. You hated uh, Embiid with uh, yeah. I had him second team. I I'm, I clearly <laughs> want this man to fail. It's also like they're like they're a four seed right now, a game within the five. So they're also a game within the three seed. So if they're mm-hmm. if they get that three seed, you know that case looks a lot better than if they get the the five seed. But yeah, like yeah. His, his teammates are just not the same. And when I brought up Aaron Baines, it was like, oh, that's not the same. Now you're using team comparisons. I was like, that's exactly what y'all was doing. Like, which side is it? <laughs> like, you know, it's like, we're... that's why I try to only use individual to take all this out of it. Because if we're going like that, it's like, oh, listen, I watch with my own eyes. Aaron Baines dominate on both ends of the court at the highest stakes. 
Well, I'll tell you what exactly is going to happen with this center thing. Second team, they're going to give to Jokic, and third team, they're going to give to Gobert. That's how they're going to get Anthony Davis up out of there. I can see that. I also had a guy, he was like, how do you feel? You jerked off Towns all this rookie year. He's not even a top three center. I was like, well, one, I've been jerking off way longer than that, dude. (laughs) (laughs) The first Puerto Rico tournament I was in. And two, like, I don't, okay, so he's the fourth best center in the league? Fifth? I don't know. It's 23. Like, I I feel fine with it. That's how I feel. But, yeah, I could see, if Gobert keeps doing this, I could see that. I did wonder about Jokic, too. I feel like I could see Jokic getting the first team. Like, they're a two seed right now, three games back. So if, if like if Embiid finishes five seed, Jokic finishes the second seed again. What, should it factor in? It wouldn't for me, and I'd still have Embiid. But will it? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So who's the rest of your second team? Second team, I've got yeah, center Embiid, Fords, Durant, and Kawhi, guards, Dame and Kyrie. I'm going to I'm going to go with the writers, what I believe they're going to pick for the centers, uh, like I just said. So Jokic, and then no, give the me your I, w- I want the McMahon's take. I mean, I do think Jokic is deserving, like you just said. He could easily be first. But would you have like would you leave AD out? Like if you had a vote this year, would you leave him out? Would you have him first, second, third? Like... It would, as of right now, it's just tough because if he doesn't play another game, I would hold 43 games against him. What I'm saying, it, like it's only for I feel like the same as for any like the injury prone guys. I'm taking it no, like he's gonna sure. play, just because I the Adam Silver's not gonna let them hold him out. He might play 30 minutes or 25 minutes per, and no back to backs or something. But right. I I can't imagine he sits out the rest of the year. It would be really funny too if they they kept like shaving a minute off every game, but his numbers kept going up. Like he's like, I know I'm not playing that much, so I'm just gonna really like go all out. Yeah, now Anthony Davis in 14 minutes a game is terrible. He knows he has three <laughs> minutes each quarter to just go 100% on both ends. <laughs> His per 36 numbers are just astronomical. So, yeah. He'd, be, he'd basically be Brandon Wright. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my second team. Who uh, who was it? Who, who are your guards? Same as yours. And your foot was forward same everything but Jokic. oh yeah yeah now third okay who's your third i think that's where it really gets interesting yeah i mean i'm the first two felt with the exception of ad like relatively easy all the guards and forwards yeah i'm pretty locked in on kemba for third team samuel he's he's in the consider the only lock i have right now for third team is lebron like, oh, Kim was oh, yeah. in the mix. I'm trying to see. Like, Blake's been great. I think mm-hmm. Blake might be on my team. Like, Brad Bill might be on my team. Uh, yeah, okay, Jokic's my center. Who'd you, you say you're going Gobert? Yeah. That's who you want or that's who you think will? I mean, I want Towns on here, but that's not happening. Nah. Um, Slide him into some guard. (laughs) I feel like Smart has a great case for center here. Sure. And, yeah, I just don't see a way that, like, 
Anthony. Like I don't, I don't think they're going to put Anthony Davis in. He's absolutely the best center in the league. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like take out what they would do. I want to know what you would do because we would, put, like, we'll see what they put, do when they do it. I would I would put AD second team behind Embiid. So Jokic, push Jokic the third, third team go Bears yeah. out. Yeah, got you. I'm trying to look because I feel like there's open spot like. Aldridge made second team last year. So did DeRozan. Like, those are open spots. Mm-hmm. Um, Westbrook's on my third team, so I think he'll get that. Like, Butler, I don't think Butler's going to make a – like, would you, do you hold all this against Butler? Jimmy Butler? Yeah. Yeah, but I just don't think – But, like, would you – do you think he should have been an Eastern All-Star? Because I, no. I was talking with Roan, and I told him I wouldn't have. And he said yeah, he no. would have. So, Butler's spot's open. Uh, Oladipo spots open, so it's thirteen. I'll go. Yeah, Jokic, LeBron, Blake, huh? Kemba and Kemba and, and Russ. Kemba Russ. <sighs> Man, I Clay. I think I'm gonna now. Heaven, he's been playing a lot better. <laughs> to I was gonna say he's turned around. Yeah. I think I'd go honestly Bradley Bill over Kimba. Okay. I'm looking right now to Yeah, no, they're about they're both at twenty five a game. Bill shooting better from the field. More about rebounds. even everywhere else. Yeah, more oh, rebounds, yeah, about even on assists and mm-hmm. like neither are locking up, but I feel like he's a better defender than Kimba, so I'll give it Kimba's my probably my first man out. Yeah, I'm gonna go Kemba over Beal, but I do, I do want to see. I mean, Blake's averaging 26, eight and five, which is, listen, I, these are some of like the best numbers of his career, right? And oh, he yeah. can shoot now. Like he might just be the Blake best Blake we've ever seen. He just doesn't dunk as much. And his team get, stinks. Get rid of him. Yeah, listen, the Lakers did. <laughs> Clippers, Clippers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that last forward spot is interesting. I don't know who else could even be in the consideration. I'm trying to see. Yeah, like Simmons. Think. Yeah, he. See, I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't know how they'll count him. Like right. He, yeah. Like he defends some. If I can put him as a forward, then I don't know who I'd knock out though. He might be my. Would, mm, yeah, no, he and Kimba might just be my first cuts. No, Fox? I'd love, like, listen, I was trying to find a way to put Book <laughs> on here. I was like, no towns, but maybe I can slide Book in here. Not this year. Yeah, Fox is at 17 and 7. No, he's good. Those, listen, that would have won you MVP in like 2012. <laughs> Steve Nash would kill for those numbers. Buddy, that. And he's like the uh, ninth best point guard right now, maybe. I'm disgusted. I'm trying to, like, now, like, Booker's doing crazy numbers, but he's not making any of these teams. Um, Like, DeRozan's had a fine year. I don't feel like he's making it. Um, Like, Clay and Draymond, neither of those guys are making it. I'm, I'm tempted to move Kawhi down. To third team? Yeah, because it's like he – everybody knows LeBron doesn't play defense. Kawhi's just not anymore. He's just kind of skating on it. 
Oh yeah. Like and he's not if he was playing every game, like okay, but he's got those two. I might have to He's second team for now, but his his spot is very fluid. I will say. Like my first team outside center, I I actually I don't even know what the forwards do cuz they everybody's really good. It's insane. Don't like it. <laughs> Wish there were less good players. Marcus Morris just tweeted, damn, I wish we was getting Markeith Morris because when he comes back, it's going to get real crazy. Motivated and ready. I'm calling it now. So is it, he's officially been bought out, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what's the what's the delay? It feels like, do y'all have a roster spot? Is that what it is? Or? Oh, yeah, we oh. sure do. Oh, yeah, that feels like a matter of time then. I would hope so. Yeah, I thought it was one of those, like, well, we have to wait till somebody's 10-day contract up so we can cut him and ruin his life. Oh no, we've to got to bring in our thirteenth man. We've got the open spot. It's also the NBA is looking into whether any contact took place between Ben Simmons and the Los Angeles Lakers that violated NBA rules. Wow, <laughs> that'd be so great. What if the Lakers just keep getting busted for tampering? They're just so bad at it. They, <laughs> the well, I don't even think it. I think they were kind of like, oh, that's the fine. We don't care, so they keep doing it. Right. But now it's like adding up, and they're like, wait, I thought you guys didn't care. What the hell? <laughs> This looks bad? What? Yeah, Magic trying to say he wants to work out with Ben Simmons and Elton Brand being like, we told them months ago we wouldn't allow that. What are the, Listen, what are I, could, I could not love the Elton Brand tenure anymore so far. He's great. He's easily executive of the year, right? He's my executive of the year. The thing I hate, like, I not even hate. I just know, like, the Rockets owner... When he got the team, it was like, yeah, I'll pay the tax, pay the tax, pay the tax, all that. And then just this trade deadline, Maury had to make moves to get under the cap. Mm-hmm. So now I am wondering if, like, right now they're telling Elton Br- yeah, like, get Jimmy Butler, we'll pay him. Get Tobias Morris, we'll pay him. Like, do all this. And when they see that actual bill, it's going to be like, oh, no. Like, one is, somebody's got to go. I've like, well, broken I- your brain to the point where you have... <laughs> Can only call him Tobias Morris now. Yeah, no, I, I'm fine with it. I got to get Marcus <laughs> Harris working too then. But yeah, it's gonna be like, well, I like I, I traded all our assets for this. I thought this was our core, and they're gonna be like, well, yeah, just like it is our core, but pick one. The other one walks for absolutely nothing. So I'm I'm worried about that. But as of now, no, Elton Brand is is kicking ass. Also, the Warriors GM should also probably just be executive of the year forever. He signed DeMarcus Cousins. So. <laughs> like <that. laughs> They're like, hey, man, I got Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah? We got DeMarcus Cousins. Well, it's a wash at the very least. Like. Yeah. like It must be so tough to get that. I don't even know if the executives care about that. I'm sure they'd rather win a championship than get that, but... It's just like the Raptors traded for Kawhi. They made all these. They got Marcus Gasol. All these other nice moves. Right. Like I'm looking. Do you even know who won last year? Uh, I'm looking it up right now, so I won't say. But I want to say it was Maury. Correct. It was Maury. Yep. And the year, the year, the four years before that, it was Bob Myers, RC yeah, Buford. That. Bob Myers, <laughs> RC Buford. Then Masai Ujiri with Denver. So. Like, nobody ever racks these awards up, and Maury's got his, so... Maury's got his, Myers has got his. I could see Ujiri winning another one. Because, again, he did trade for Kawhi Leonard, who's very healthy. Incredibly healthy. Jerry Colangelo has four of these. That's the most anyone ever has. Being a GM in the 70s must have been, like, uh, 
not even a fish in a one fish in a barrel. <laughs> so yep, got Kawhi. Pretty, uh, we got uh, Kareem. Pretty good. <laughs> hey, what do you guys think? Like, I, <laughs> hell yeah, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Red Auerbach should have about seventeen of these. Yeah, they started in seventy what two. Now, he got, off- Red, Red got one. He got one in seventy nine eighty. That's it. That's it. I mean, he, he was probably he probably didn't deserve that when they were like he's about to croak. Like let's uh, listen. He lived for like another twenty seven years. So let's relax. Can't be me. Yeah, he, uh, Orlando apparently just had the Suns just cooking from like seventy five to like ninety three. Red traded the number one overall pick for two Hall of Famers. He didn't win it that year. That's was that the seventy? Was that might have been set? Was that the McHale right? I thought that came later. I thought that was. So that sounds about right. I thought that might be the one. So I know that's when they drafted Bird early, I'm pretty sure. Let's see. Mikael was drafted in 80. So, yeah, entering the the 1980 draft, the Celtics. I think it was going into that year. So I think he was. Because he traded before. the It was the pick that came became Mikael, right? Yeah, he traded one for three and Robert Parrish. And he took Mikhail three. Everyone was like, way too high. Actually, this is the year before. He was like, oh, I got you. And he's like, I, I'll win it again next year for sure. Didn't win it. Yeah, so that's wild. <laughs> but now this has been very, like, just very, Brian Colangelo has two of these for what it's worth. That's how I know, that's how I know the NBA got to be easy, man. It doesn't seem all that difficult. It simply cannot be. No, don't uh, trade the three pick to one to Boston. If there's only one three trades involving the Celtics, just don't do them. And uh, don't give Gordon Hayward a bunch of money. It doesn't seem that hard. Um, guys are batting 500. Gar Foreman also has one of these, so let's... All right, yeah, that's what <laughs> Gar Foreman has one and a hot phone... Elgin Baylor has one, so... Actually, you know what, man? I might give it to Jerry West. They won't give it to a guy for, like, setting his team up. He got two already, man. I think they'd love to give him three. I'm, no, I'm not saying he's done winning them. I'm just saying right now. Oh, you're saying, like, once he gets the people... Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't know, man. If Macho Harrell keeps killing the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, there's some team out there that in an alternate universe that's Devin Booker, Thon Maker, and Montrez Harrell, and they're the Knicks, and they play the Celtics nine times a year and just fucking house us. But well, we've got uh, six schedule losses already. Jesus Christ! Like I was looking, I he might get. I, I can't believe how well the Clippers are set up, man. Yeah, they pull it off. I mean, I, as we've agreed, I saw someone the other day too be like, "What makes the Lakers a destination even now, other than the fact that they're in Los Angeles?" Because no, that's, signed, that's it. But like LeBron signed there, and it very obviously wasn't to play for the coach he's actively trying to get fired or the players he's actively tried to trade. So other than just being in Los Angeles, do they have anything? And the answer is apparently no. Not that and like the I whatever Lakers mystique, you know what I'm saying? But again, I think like they've had more recent success for sure. So I do think it, it matters a little bit, but like in no, the two thousands? Yeah. 
Like, it, I mean, in the 2000s, like Shaq and Kobe, and then I, later Kobe. So, like, people yeah. that are free agents now were alive for that. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like the Knicks or something. So, I'd 100%. say it mattered. But, yeah, if it wasn't, then, and even then, man, I don't know. If, if they don't get anybody this summer, I don't know how appealing, like, signing with a 36-year-old LeBron's going to be. I can't imagine very appealing. But to say, like, say the Clippers strike out on everybody and they just re-sign Tobias Harris. That's a good team. Like, they just get everything they got for Tobias Harris, have the pick. And it's like, yeah, no, we just brought you back. And we still have money. Like, that's how know. well they're set up. Tobias is really looking happy in Philly. I don't think he's leaving. No, again, that's fine, too. But, like, they have the option. It's like if we, like if they add, like, a second-tier guy, like, okay, we want Chris Middleton. He's still really good. Right. Like, we can pay it. Like, we just want, like, another good player to add. He'll make our team better. And we see how we got money. Like, we'll get the guy for Chris, or Chris Middleton to be pipping to his Jordan. Like, we'll get that later. But otherwise, like, I feel like the Knicks are going to be like, we have to get somebody. Here's four years guaranteed for Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that sounds like a thing they'd do. So, man, I got to say, like, speaking of terrible GM, I don't even know who the GM right now is. I got to give some credit to the Cavs GM. I feel like they're kind of doing some some decent things. Is it Kobe Altman still? It must be, probably. Did LeBron fire, like, another GM after he left? <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not even here anymore. I don't like that guy either. No, they got Marquise Chris, and I saw the other like, He was just doing things. Like, he's still young enough to maybe be something. And they're at a point where it's like, we just need to find maybe something. Yeah, I mean, he's very young. Like, he is. I'm looking right now. He's, he's 21. And the first game <laughs> they got him, he played 23 minutes. He had 13 points and eight boards and hit three threes. Three for five from threes in 23 minutes. And, like, he does that, like, with that athleticism, like, again, I, with he, Zizek, and Sexton, it's like, okay, they've got something to watch for the rest of the year. And Nats. And, yeah, like, I, I feel like he's, I think he's hurt. I just saw no, he, just, he just played the last just game. Came. That's, why I, uh, okay. that's why I brought it up. Got you. So, yeah, like, they've got something. I know those guys are going to win you a game. But sure they won't. might, like, they just signed Stauskas. Like, I'm amazed Stauskas hasn't been able to have, like, a, like, Joe Harris. Yeah, it was like like bit by bit, like you just work off of your shooting and become like JJ Redick. How he worked his game up, and maybe he can here. Like I don't, they weren't going to keep Rodney Hood. They got two second rounders for him. That's a good deal. Mm-hmm. Like they got a first, second, and Chris for taking uh, a year and a half of Brandon Knight. Like I like that. All their money is gone after next year, except for Kevin Love, really. But like Clarkson's gone, Jr. Thompson. And I think Thompson, I, like Tristan Thompson, and, and expiring, I could be a trade piece. Definitely. Like if he's healthy, like they got they traded Corver for like what came out to be Alex Burke in like two seconds. So it's like they're they're doing something. I didn't love the Sexton pick, but he's playing fine to his yeah. yeah he's having a like a nobody cares because they stink, but it's not his fault. Yeah, no, and he's had like against Washington, he had twenty seven on ten of eighteen. Uh, against Boston, he had 27 on 11 of 24. Both those games, he went 3-7 from 3. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's had some games, too, that it's like if you're a Cavs fan trying to sell yourself, and, like, he's shooting 40% from 3 on the season. He's only taken 2.6, but uh, I don't yeah, know. Well, he, I, like, he shoots well from free throw, so that, that would give me hope that it's like, okay, maybe he's just a good shooter. Right, yeah, he's shooting 86%, so definitely. So, again, and he's, like, 19, 20. Like, they have something, and... I don't know what they're going to do. They could flip Kevin Love this summer. I don't know to where. 
But I feel well, like one of these like, one of these teams who strikes out. Yeah, that, exactly. Kevin Love and uh, Boogie Cousins to the to the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you clear out your cap space. You know, Love might actually be terrifying in Brooklyn. Yeah, like that's like that's exactly what they need. Like they just need like we just need one guy. We've got everybody else. The Nets are like the Hawks in like four years. Like we've got yeah. everybody else. We just need the guy. Yeah, because you play him with Jared Allen too. Like that could be pretty terrifying. That's not, like they. That's what's like the Nets and Clippers just feel like far and away number one, and then Mavericks three, and then then I have to think about like Lakers Knicks. And even, like, I have to see who else got room. Because it's like, okay, like, what if, uh, like, I don't know what Milwaukee's going to do. Because, like, Brooke Lopez, Bledsoe, Middleton, and Brogdon are all free agents. I imagine, I feel like I would keep Brogdon and Middleton. Mm-hmm. But Middleton's unrestricted. It might not be their choice. So it's like, if Milwaukee could free up some room and make, like, a good offer, I'd go there before. Like, the Knicks or Lakers. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Kimba might leave. Like, uh, pu. Yeah, I'll be interested to see who gives Eric Bledsoe money and for like what role. Yeah, it's. I mean, again, maybe they keep him if he's just like this is a good role for me. I want to stay. Uh, we can find a fair number. I don't know if they want to keep him. I felt like he's he's been fine this year. Like they, he has. I mean, of course, if they can upgrade for sure, if the number is too high, but. It might. I don't know who's going to pay him. Like again, who needs a point guard? That's yeah. That's part of the problem. But if they're just like, hey, we'd rather keep Brogdon and give him a larger role, which I don't know if that's the right thing or the wrong thing. But if they if that's the way they want to go, since they're about if they can keep Middleton and they're just like, hey, we'd rather save some money here, lock up Brogdon long term. He fits what we want to do better. Well, also, uh, uh, Miritic's a free agent. Yeah. So like maybe they want to keep him. I'm looking right. Yeah, like, that'll the cap be space is not terrible it's not like they've got george hill next year and they two more years of tony snail which is great that contract will not stop no that and john lure's contract the ones that he's never <laughs> and reggie jackson yeah but i think george hill is like non-guaranteed and if middleton wants to stay like if you tell him like just hold on like let us do something and then we'll bring you back like we've yeah. got your bird rights but, like, if I had to pick two of those, I think I'd keep Middleton and Miritic. But, like, maybe owners are like, yeah, go spend. So, maybe they can keep three. Maybe they keep all four. Maybe Brooke right. Lopez plays for another small deal. Like, I don't know. Maybe they can get off Snail's deal somehow. I mean, he's been traded before. He'll be traded again, I'm sure of it. Yeah, that's what I, So, it's like I agree with you. They... If I had to upgrade, I'd look to Bledsoe's spot. But again, if the market's just good and he's like he's played with sixteen, five and six this year, forty nine percent from the field, like he's been fine. So if they get him like, okay, here's three years, I don't know, forty five million. Yeah. It's better than giving it to Tony Snell. <laughs> I also wonder if he like if Kemba leaves, if he's just like, Oh, I can go to Charlotte and put up huge numbers for two years. True. I mean, it could be. He might do that. I mean, he might just. I feel like he like he's got this is his third contract, so he's got a little money in the bank. So this is when yeah. you, like you, I think you can kind of just see like what guys want to do. 
like, do I want to go somewhere like, and just ball out? Like, maybe he just – he's like, I'll stay less to play in Milwaukee. Like, I like what we got here. Or maybe he wants to go to L.A. He's a LeBron dude. Like, I haven't heard that's that talked about, but Bledsoe was like, was, like, the first LeBron dude. He really was. So, like, maybe he's got a max deal waiting when they strike out with everybody and you get four years, $120 million of Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> It'd be good for me and Cal uh, and Eric. Less good for everyone else. Uh, I mean, if if the Lakers go into this offseason and get Anthony Davis and Eric Bledsoe, A, you'd probably become a Laker fan full-time. Correct. B, I, I, I laugh incessantly, I imagine. See, that's the like that's really the thing about AD. Like he's if he's going to be there, he's the fir- the perfect piece off LeBron. But the third, if you don't nail the third piece, it does not matter. It just doesn't matter. Like I think if the, if the third piece they could get was like Bradley Beal, honestly, like it doesn't even need to be like a super duper star, right? Just like a guy that just like I'm happy to play off the ball and just do. I'm happy to be in a place where everyone doesn't hate me. <laughs> they might hate LeBron, but they don't hate me. Right. So, but if like they're just want to like we just want to get the biggest name with those three, it's like I okay. This is all assuming Durant leaves because if he stays, none of it matters. Correct. And if he leaves, still might not. Now, if he leaves, it it does open up unless he just goes to the uh, not the Raptors. <laughs> what if he leaves but Boogie stays? Well, the thing, I don't, I saw it was like they can't offer him, they can only offer him like I think 120% of his salary now. Mm. So it's, unless he, like if he wants to take whatever, the six or seven million and try to win like another ring, but like the whole plan was like play this for cheap so he can go get paid. So I don't think they, I don't think he's coming back. He might, if only for the fact that I'm pretty sure the next free agent class stinks, and he could be like the guy coming off a year and a half of like true health and get that like max then. No, for sure. But then it comes down to it's like he could still he could sign a one plus one with somebody. Like let me right. go get fifteen million instead of five million. Like winning a ring was cool, but I already did that. I'd rather right. make back some of this lost bread. Yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting for sure. But I'm looking like the Buck. I don't think the Bucks are like they're not far off. They just have like a lot of like they have a lot of solid players, and they also have Giannis. It works out for them. It's a pretty strong strategy. I don't know why more teams don't try it. It amazes me. But yeah, shout out to Cleveland. Good for them. They, I think that's the first time we've talked about them all year. And, of course, they're getting Zion, so they've, they'll have that going. That's going to infuriate me. Oh, I mean, I've already accepted it. Um, why isn't – I had this thought earlier today. I think I might blog it. Why isn't – Do it. Zion, why, why isn't Zion in the dunk contest this year? The NBA? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it got to be injury risk, but – Man, he's getting that Brady the way. I'd be fine with him going and being in it. I don't even know who's in it. Right. That's the, I know Dennis Smith's in it. Okay. Which I've, I've, we've, I felt robbed uh, earlier, or last year, when he was clearly saving good stuff for the next round. Yeah, and they just, <laughs> they're like, yeah, next year maybe. Uh, I want to say Bridges is in it. Okay. I don't hate that. Uh, John Collins is in it. Yeah, hey, I don't like that. Let's 
Dark Elves is really good. I just don't want him in the dunk. Oh, oh boy, that's right. Hammy, Hammy's in it. Uh-huh. Oh boy. well, listen, you know where. <laughs> Do we need to say anymore? You know where my allegiance lies. He's gonna jump clear over the backboard. John Collins is the odds is the favorite. I don't I don't like big men in dunk contests. Yeah, that's I don't know why he's the favorite. Like Javel and Dwight made it work because they were Javel and Dwight. Aaron Gordon still never won one, right? No. Yeah, like it. And he's an actual good. He's like the. <laughs> he, I think he's like the upper limit. He's like six nine. I think it's about the tallest you can be, and still yeah, look, Josh, look cool. Yeah, Josh Smith was six nine too. Yeah, like that. That's about the coolest you can be and still look cool. Unless you're going to do like Dwight shit and I don't know, be Superman. I don't know. Dwight shouldn't have even won. I don't disagree. Nate Robinson should. Those those were correct. Nate Robinson yeah. shouldn't have won. Like any of them. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, Aaron Gordon does not have one, so he uh, he should have at least one. Correct. Is Levine not in this one? No. Damn. Yeah, I'd be fine with Zion in it. Yeah, take Collins, swap Collins up for Zion, and I'm in there. The thing, I, he's either got to... Zion's either got to do it like year one, but let me get this over with, or just never do it like LeBron. He has to do it. I think he's, because he's the perfect human being, he's going to do it. He's gonna, he's gonna, I'm going to jump over a school bus of orphans. <laughs> They're like, wow, he clear, he handed him each 100 bucks as he cleared it. Wow, 10. <laughs> Dr. J's like eight. Yeah. <laughs> So no, I feel like he's like if nothing else, he got to be savvy enough. Like this could, like this could dr- grow my Instagram followers another million, like just off a good weekend. Correct. Which he absolutely is going to. I just think it should be this year. Nah, you know, Coach K is like I paid it, I paid him a hundred thousand. You think I'm putting my investment <laughs> up at, at stake for this? I haven't even yelled at his great aunt. You you saw him block that three this weekend, right? Many times. <laughs> Is that the most impressive block you've ever seen? Any level? No, I feel like AD freshman year alone had maybe the top five blocks I've ever seen. All five of them? Probably. Nerland's had a few when he was healthy. Mm-hmm. I, Zion's got another one I think is more impressive where he's – like, from a certain angle, he's not in it, and he ends up just pinning it off, like, the top corner of the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think I'd put that one over this one, but it's – he's creating his own 10-minute reel. Like, he's becoming one of those guys. Like, I could watch oh, a 10-minute yeah. Zion reel right now. Like, just defense. Yeah, just defense, just fast breaks, just one-handed dunks, just off two feet, like, whatever. Him just blocking a jump shot in itself isn't that impressive. The fact that, and I had a lot of jump shot experts telling me, uh, it wasn't when he started his shot. That guy was starting to shot the second he caught the ball. <laughs> Fucking, uh, what's the... The shot doctor? Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, <laughs> Chip England. <laughs> <laughs> he, when he catches that ball, like, he's squaring up to shoot. Like, it was a bad pass. It was low. That definitely helped Zion here, although I'm pretty sure a perfect pass, Zion's still just Daryl Strawberry jumping straight up into the air and blocking it. With it, no, but, he still because that's the thing. He didn't. We see shots like that where somebody gets a finger on. It. He got a palm on it. He would have got that regardless. He was still ascending. Well, anyways, he <laughs> he 
He was on the opposite block when the dude on Virginia had the ball in his hands and is setting up his shot. That means he's in the shooting motion already. And he takes, like, a firm two steps (laughs) and just explodes off the ground. I I can't imagine being that guy in Virginia and ever thinking I was open ever again after that traumatic experience. Yeah, now he's Iguodala now. (laughs) Every fast break, he's looking over both shoulders. Like, the fact... One that he did it, the fact that he tried to block it, like that's why he's going to be a star. Right. The fact that he saw that was like, nah, I think I can get there. <laughs> and got there. Like, we're. Yeah, that, I don't think he uh, thought, I think I can get there. He was like, oh, this is, this is easy. This oh, yeah, is lunch. No, he, like, I'm, I'm waiting for uh, fucking sports science about, yeah, he covered 17 feet in the time it takes for a hummingbird to flap its wings or something <laughs> like that. But, like, what's really, cr- like, you see some blocks like that. Zion doesn't have a crazy wingspan. Right. Like he's, I think he's six, seven, like six ten wingspan, which is right. fine. Like if he didn't have his athleticism, it'd be like, oh, well, this guy's too undersized. Well, he does. So, <laughs> like, <we're... laughs> so there's that. Um, I assume he'll only get more athletic from here too. Yeah. Listen, I don't like this one bit, man. Like Wendell, I, I like Wendell Carter. Bagley looks good. I think Zion's going to be a star. I don't like coach K. Like, I don't mind them getting good players. I don't like them getting like cool players that I like. It's fucked up. Not a fan. What do you, What are your thoughts on Georgia getting into the talent stealing game? Not long over again. Where's Georgia State in this? He's from no. Atlanta. <laughs> and not like Tom Tom Crean can recruit or Tom yeah Tom Crean can recruit. <laughs> Tom Crean can recruit. Yeah, I've, I've said it for years. He's the best recruiter in the nation. <laughs> But, yeah, no, he gets recruits. That was never an issue. Right. And every single year there's talent out of Atlanta, Atlanta area, Georgia, and none of it goes to Georgia State. That's where that's who I think dropped the ball. Listen, none of, it usually doesn't go to regular Georgia either. Yeah. Well, some of it does. They really – I think I'm going to write a documentary one day about how uh, Lou Will changed the course of Georgia basketball forever. Okay. Because Lou Will – and a guy named Mike Mercer were supposed to, or both committed to UGA and were supposed to go there. And Mike Mercer, went, I want to know how many, I'm looking right now to see how many years he stayed. I'm thinking three. Like, he was fine. He played, oh, he played two years at Georgia, then left and played two years at, at South Florida. Okay. But he made, like, SEC all-freshman team. He played, like, some overseas. They're both from Snailville. He played with Lou uh, Will at South Gwinnett. And they both signed to Georgia. That was going to turn Georgia around. Then Lou Will got hot and went pro. Now, Lou Will made the right choice for him, 100%. But if they had Lou Will and Mike Mercer at the same time, that's when I would have been shook. Is there any Georgia players in the league except for KCP? Uh, Jarvis Hayes. No. um, (laughs) I feel like there's Sundiata Gaines. It's not a lot. Let me see. No. I feel like it's not a lot like in history of the world. <laughs> Let's see. Does... Yeah, it's KCP. It was like Travis Leslie, Trey Tompkins, Jarvis Hayes, like we're guy Jumaine Jones around that time. But, yeah, it's just KCP love. You know what I think their problem is? They stink. They're, they don't have a good basketball uniform. 
They don't. It's uh, yeah, it looks much better on a football. Much better. Like they've, I mean, they've got like a good arena. They should have more talent than that. I agree. Like I yeah, I Mike that. Mercer was basically Casey. If KCP just stayed like another year, but also had to, could. Uh-oh. My bad. I hit the mute button. <laughs> but all right, continue your Mike Mercer. Yeah, like Mike Mercer was basically KCP. He was just like, "Now nah, I'm going to come back to school." I'm looking right now. He was like, he was he was fine. He just had to be like the guy, and Lou Will was supposed to be the guy. Yeah, he was number two and then was thrust into number one. Yeah, and it was like, I feel like they already had, like, because it's George, they already had, like, a couple upperclassmen coming back. So it's like, oh, they might make some noise with Lou Will. And it was like, well, if he's not a bust, and it turns out he was not a bust. So imagine, like, one year of Lou Will in college just doing whatever the fuck he wanted for 40 minutes a game. And that's how Lou Will ruined Georgia basketball. And this is their first five-star recruit since. And boy, is it a five-star recruit. Yeah, again, I... I wish him well. The whole SEC is good now. I don't like that. <laughs> Everyone's getting talent. Don't like that. But, yeah, no, he's, I'm just mad at Georgia State. Georgia State should have been in here. Once they put you as the AD, they'll figure it out. It's time. Me and Jason Williams, we're ready to cheat. <laughs> you need to get on the uh, Penny Hardaway Memphis program. Yeah. Again, it's a great plan. If I just I just show up and say, hey, well, Baby and Gunner are here with me. You think you want, might want to come play some basketball for us? <laughs> no? Okay. All right. Good. I don't want nerds anyway. Good. Okay. I'll send Grammy winners, Future and Young Thug. <laughs> what do you think of uh, Gunner's album coming? I don't know if I've seen it. What did, oh, boy. <laughs> what's it called? Oh, no. Just go to his Twitter. Oh, boy. I'm, is it him in a... A little shirt. <laughs> When's the album coming out? I think it's the twenty second. Okay. I'm afraid. <laughs> okay. It's like a <laughs> Jameer Qua vibe. Like, this is a <laughs> two twenty two. No, it'll, it'll probably be fire to his credit. I don't hate this. It's it's peculiar. <laughs> it's something. I've certainly seen worse, but it's unique. You got the tour kicking off? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Some acoustic sold-out dates performed, I assume. Oh, yeah. I'm looking right there. May 16th. Noted. <laughs> yeah, him just underwater is just the theme. I'm fine with that. He's all in on the drip, so... <laughs> Ooh, with Shy Glizzy. I saw that. I don't. I don't really know his work. He had that song last year that he was a part of. That's like I know of him, but I don't. What was the name of that goddamn song? On a crew. Yeah. 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 Pretty good. Yeah, I don't know if I want to see him before Gunna. I think I'd rather just see Gunna. <laughs> Yeah, it should just be a gun and baby tour. I don't know how how they drop that ball. You got to build up to something. They're Adam Silver. You can't give it to him right now. Fair. 
Yeah, we like remember when Dre just uh, in like the early two thousands was like, yeah, we're just gonna have the whole label go on tour. How does that sound? I would prefer if like Thug, Future, Baby, Gunna, just all went on tour together. How about that? Listen, I'd go see it. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Me in the stands, six <laughs> edibles deep, unreal. <laughs> You're wearing a foam number one finger for some reason. Yeah, me just <laughs> baked. <laughs> Boy, is my anxiety off the charts, but I can't move. Man, oh man. Me, me and Liam took edibles and they kicked in during the uh, Super Bowl party. It was tremendous. Yeah. It was... <laughs> somebody, somebody one night... I can't remember if I told this or not. Somebody randomly brought edibles to the Super Bowl house. They were like, like, can we come in and like kick it with y'all, smoke with y'all? And Spider, uh, our fearless leader, <laughs> answers. <laughs> we thought about that. They were like, who's answer door? They were like, Spider. We were like, oh no, like if they come, meaning ill will, we're fucked. No disrespect, Spider, but he, he's a man of uh, of small stature. But yeah, he just comes back. And he's like, they brought like edibles and weed. They just like dropped it off. And so the next day. We there, it's like, should we take these edibles? It's like, I don't know, I'm on an empty stomach. Liam was like, me too. And we were like, yeah, let's take these. So we took them. <laughs> and we get to the party. I'm like, I don't really feel anything yet. Do you feel anything? He's like, nah. Famous last words. Yeah. That's, <laughs> he was like, nah, I'm pretty good. And then later, like, the music starts playing. I just see Liam just like holding a drink, just looking away. And I was like, how you feeling? He's like, oh, I forgot to tell you. I'm fucking clapped. <laughs> I was like, me too. <laughs> I was like, I can feel it in my stomach. Like, uh, he was like, yep. <laughs> it oh, yeah. slipped my mind because I, I forgot I was an alive human yeah, being. Yeah, no, he, but... he was like, like I'm, I, I meant to tell you, uh, check the mail. Like, uh, he was like, oh yeah, I'm fucking zipped. It was a good time. Yeah, your doctor called. Uh, you got an appointment coming up. Nah, I'm, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on Pluto. My bad. Yeah, uh, call your mother back. She uh, she left a voicemail for you. <laughs> oh, what a day. Good times. <laughs> oh, man. Were they like homemade or were they like Colorado? Um, I don't know. They were like. They were packaged. They were just really weird because they were one was chocolate flavored, one was peanut butter butter flavored. But they were like, they weren't chocolate or peanut butter. They just were edible. They looked like like nugs of weed, but they tasted like chocolate. It was very strange. Yeah, probably, probably should not have consumed them. We did. definitely. No, we did. <laughs> no, you you survived. Yeah, I took another one at the party. It was great. <laughs> I was like, just in, I was like, in case it's dope. Yeah, yeah. What if this is gas? I'd look like a fool. Yeah, uh, but now I'll never forget that he was like, "Oh no, I'm fucking clapped." That killed me. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm trying to think if anything else happened. I don't think so. The Celtics lost. I don't know if we talked about that twice. Boston Celtics? That's right. That doesn't sound like them. Mm, that's what I sound. 
don't think I put. Oh, the one thing I wanted, like I, I know that what the Lakers had to offer is not a good package for Anthony Davis. Correct. I can see that, but I do know like last year before anybody thought LeBron was coming, it was like, oh no, these guys are all making strides. Uh huh. It was like, oh no, like like Kuzma might be a piece. Like Ingram, he I know he didn't shoot as well, but he did some other things better than he did the year before. Like mm-hmm. Lonzo played great defense. So it's like I was like, what does New Orleans want with these pieces? It's like I don't like it's not like LeBron just fast forwarded everything. Like it doesn't make them bad pieces, especially if they would have got like Zubak and Josh Hart, like basically everything they were offering. Right. Like if you add I don't know, Drew Holiday to that, that's not bad. Or what you get for him out right. of the spotlight, which New Orleans very much out of the spotlight. Like I say, just to, like if they get this deal in June, I feel like it'll be seen as like a failure from the Pelicans, and I don't necessarily know that it is. There are for sure worse deals that could be made. I think it's just when they look around the landscape of the league, it's like, oh, well, could we get that from that team? That would be better. That also might not be available. So right, that like that's the whole that in. I've heard like they were, the Lakers might be willing to go up to like four first round picks. So I was like, if I get all that, and I might would take like four first round picks from maybe anybody. Correct. So like, if they get that, and even with like some protections, it's like, ah, I mean, again, you would have control of all those pieces at the very least. You can get bigger chips, but how long can you can like you have control of them under their like rookie deal? Probably not. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, I think, I think they were right to wait till the summer, and if that's no, the package 100%. they get, if that's the package they get, then. There was no reason to rush it anyway. It's like, um, yeah, I do think some people will view it as a failure. I know I'll probably laugh, but no, you could definitely do worse than that in a, a trade. I mean, Kevin Garnett got traded for Ryan Gomes and, and Al Jefferson and Joan Green and Sebastian Telfair. Like, that's not as good. Man, DeMar DeRozan got traded for less. <laughs> or excuse me, Kawhi Lynn got traded for it. DeRozan's not even an all-star. No. No, sure isn't. I'm looking for the whole month of January, which I feel like LeBron was basically out, right? He got hurt Christmas mm-hmm. Day or like the day after Christmas. Christmas Day. Yeah. Ingram averaged like 19 points, six boards, four assists on 51% shooting. Pretty good. Like it's – Lonzo was hurt in and out through then. Uh, and then it's days where Kuzma just cannot miss like yesterday. Right. I don't know if you saw – I said the saw the second half, but first half he just could not miss, and they had nothing for him. And so, yeah, like, Kuz- like he's a P. I think I'm in on Kuzma. That one game swayed me. One regular season game has swayed me. I'm in on just like his attitude. I don't know if his overall game's ever going to get substantially better, but he seems real uh, pissed off by the trade talks, and I, I like that. Well, I think the attitude. I think that's why I like him long. I just feel like those guys figured it out. He's gonna be one who's like, okay, like you're gonna keep leaving me open, then I'll become a 38 percent. Like his shot's not broken, so he might no. be a good shooter one day. And he twenty three, a little long in the tooth for me, but uh, he's what two years younger than LeBron. Like he's not that old, <laughs> with much less miles on his legs. There are like ninety five Buicks with less miles on their legs than LeBron James. I'm looking up. I don't even know if Lonzo's has been. I don't even know. I don't know what's going on with him, man. Like, I never know if he's healthy or if it's just like he don't want to be traded. Like, I just don't know. It could be both. Yeah, like for January without LeBron, he eleven points, six boards, seven assists, shot All thirty, right. shot thirty six percent from three. 
Like that, again, not perfect, but it's like if you get all these guys. Who is that? That's Jason Kidd. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like if you get that, like Drew and Lonzo is a terrifying defensive backcourt. Oh they, yeah. Again, if they keep Drew, and I don't know, it's it's some potential there. And with four first round picks, I just like I never really bought. It's like the Pelicans are a football organization, but I didn't know the GM is legit the president of basketball operations too. Like that's how he just runs it all and they only care about the saints. So they sure do. Yeah. So I have no idea what deal they're going to make. Like imagine just being like the GM. Imagine if like if Belichick had to, was like president of basketball operations for also the Celtics. Uh, I don't know if I'd hate that. <laughs> he, he, big Hayward fan. <laughs> No, but he would have found, like, Pat Connaughton and made him into Hayward. Like, that's what he would have done. Right. But just in general, like, I I don't know. I don't trust Mickey Loomis to do the same. No. He didn't no, have the same sure. uh, rope that Belichick has earned. No, for sure not. So. Yeah, Belichick would have had, like, Jamie Collins playing two sports. And, yeah, he's like, like this is great. <laughs> he's like, I can't pay you enough to stay on the, the Patriots. But if you also play for the Celtics, we'll we'll make that up for you. But yeah, so I I don't think that would be a fit. Wait, um, Kyler officially in thoughts. I'm glad he's. Eh, I, I kind of was hoping he would do both. I feel like he still. I don't think he'll do them simultaneously. But if football just fails, he'll. I feel like baseball will always be there unless it's like arms fall off. Even then, baseball. I could see blackballing him after this. Hey man, they they blackball the good players so. <laughs> that's what maybe that's why he did it. He's like, hey, Bryce Harper should have got four hundred million dollars, but he didn't. Yeah, I don't think that helped. I can't imagine that helped. Nah, I, Machado's like, dude, play anything else. And going to the Athletics, who notoriously do not pay anyone because they can't. <laughs> right. Like I even get, I never worried too much about like the, like the minor league stuff. Like that's. If like baseball's clearly a long con. That's part of the long con. Yeah. So and again, if you're really good, you don't have to ride the bus that long, but it's just like in this particular draft like if this was last year, there's no way you'd go first round. So I'd be like, Yeah, you probably should just stick to football. But this year I do you like any quarterbacks more than him? Um um I didn't realize how good Haskins was last year. I think just because of everything that surrounded oh, Ohio yeah, he's State. incredible. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention to Ohio State just because of everything that was surrounding them and Urban Meyer and shit. So I've I've come around on Haskins as QB1 and, like, should be talked about more probably. Mm, okay. So he's the only one I'm, like, locked into being for sure better than Kyler for, like, from a draft standpoint. Right. And even then, like, I – I feel like EJ Manuel was the last one where one quarterback went in the first round. Like guys just whether they're good or not, multiple quarterbacks just go in the first round. Right. Was EJ the same year as uh who'd the Vikings take? Christian Paul No, it couldn't have been. That was a stupid question. Never mind. No, no, yeah, that was that was the one where like yeah, that's the draft he shouldn't have came out in. Right. But Christian Pine, that was yeah, twenty thirteen. Well, because they were both Florida State quarterbacks. That was the yeah. parallel that was stuck in my brain, not both the same draft. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't blame Kyler. 
because he's going to get a lot more money up front, too, just as being a first-round pick. And that's the McMahon State. Well, I just wonder, like, I'm, I just think, like, how out I am on, like, Justin Herbert. For going back or just in general? Oh, yeah, for going back. Yeah, it... I don't. It just appears to not work out well. Like who did Luck came back right, but Herbert was never like as surefire as Luck. So no, he was he was like the most. Well, there's no other quarterback, so you'll probably go first overall because you're tall. And he was like, no, thank you. Man, oh man. I again, I he's like, hey man, there'll still be stupid GMs next year. It was like, I get it, but there will. But yeah, I probably would have. Like, how high would you take Haskins? Where do the Giants pick? Six. Uh, let me let me see this NFL draft order. Like it's Cardinals, 49ers, Jets, Raiders, Bucks, top five. And then Giants, six. Jags, seven. Like, I feel like a few teams after that need quarterback. That's why I think, like, Haskins and Murray are going between, I would say, six and, like, 13. Yeah, I mean, unless the Bucks want to take a guy, which I they probably don't. Nah, because I, I feel like Aaron's going to be like, I can fix Jameis. And, like, there probably will be trades. Like, if the Jets traded down just to get more pieces, that'd probably be smart. Of course, yeah, they. I mean, they should do what the Colts did to them last year. Mm-hmm. Like if they flip with the Giants three to six, if the price for that is three second rounders, I'd I feel like I'd do that every year if I would pick third. Like that's Correct. just the price. Okay. Like how much does it get more if I go from six to twelve? Okay. Like yeah, like if Sam Fran wanted to trade it down, I don't think that'd be a bad idea. Now that I'm like Arizona, if Arizona is sold on Rosen, then I feel like they should easily trade down multiple times. Right. Yeah, I mean, unless they just think Bose is like generational or Josh Allen's generational, something like yeah, that. Yeah, if you, if you find your guy and love him, by all means, take him up top. Like, if I'm the Jets, I, I yeah, I feel like they're in the good spot. Like, they're yeah, going to either one of these offensive linemen or either one of the Williams from Alabama. Like, defensive line, offensive line, you're getting Bosa, you're getting Josh Allen, or somebody wanting to trade up and get a quarterback, hopefully. Yeah, this mock draft I'm looking at has, it's on CBS, they have... Denver trading up to five okay. to take to take Drew Locke. Oh boy! And then they have the Giants taking Haskins at six. That feels like one of those like Steph Curry, Johnny Flynn screenshots we see for the next <laughs> twenty years. Let me sit, man. Oh man! Like in watching Drew Locke, I like Drew Locke. I don't like him five though. No, like I don't know where they would have to get. Like if Drew Locke could go to the Chargers and just sit. Like behind, like that's where I would like him. But five, man, oh man! Would it to say what they gave up to get to five? No. Let me see. I'm looking at what you said. You were on CBS. Yeah. I'm on a, this one has Jacksonville. This was, this was from February fifth. See, this was from today. SB no, Nation. No. Okay. Jags trade up from seven to three. They gave up seven thirty-eight and a twenty twenty second round pick to the Jets for number three. Who like, do they take? Dwayne Haskins. Okay. Like that. Like to me, that feels like a home run for the Jets. Yeah. You go back to seven. You get thirty-eight, which is as close as a first round as you can be. 
and a 2020 second, which if he stinks, will be like another like 35, 38 pick. Yeah, I don't. I I would abs- if I'm the Jets, I'm absolutely just offering the same thing I traded last year, but in reverse to every team below me. Yeah, and this has, well, this has, also has the Broncos trading up, giving up number 10 and a 2020 first-round pick to Tampa Bay for the five pick, which to me, if I'm Tampa Bay, that feels like a lock. Like, I'd do that yeah. in a heartbeat. Absolutely. It also <laughs> number 10 has Tampa Bay getting Edward Oliver. So if well, it's, yeah, they got Vita Vita, man. What's, this, what's yeah, going that's on what with I mean. How you Imagine being able to take a, a potential all-world defensive tackle this year. Well, he had to take one last year. There aren't any defensive tackles in this draft. Oh, that's disgusting. If they end up with, like, the extra first and Ed, I'll be like, man, oh, man, Stephen Shea, Eddie Oliver on the front end, Derwin James on the back end. <laughs> Bruce Arians calling the plays? Wow. Oh, wow. This, pin your ears back type defense. I love, love that Dollar Shave Club has everything I need to look, feel, and smell my best. What I love even more is the fact that I never have to go to a store. That's because, one, Dollar Shave Club delivers everything I need right to my door, and, two, they keep me fully stocked on what I use so I don't run out. Here's how it works. Dollar Shave Club has everything you need to get ready, no matter what you're getting ready for. They have you covered head to toe for your hair, skin, face, you name it, they have it. And they have this new program where they automatically keep you stocked up on the products you use. You determine what you want, when you want it, and it shows up right at your front door from once a month to every six months. Plus, with their handsome discount, the more you buy, the more you save. Right now, they've got a bunch of starter sets you can try for just $5, like their oral care kit. After that, the restock box ships regular-sized products at regular price. So what are you waiting for? Get your starter set for just $5 right now at dollarshaveclub.com slash tape. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash T-A-P-E. No, but yeah, yeah like, that'd be disgusting. If I could get any type of future first, like how far would you trade down to get a future first round pick? Like within... Like 10 spots? I'm, I might go with them. Like there's... You just never know in the NFL. Like it, it might be the 31st pick because they got hot. It might be the fourth pick because they just fell completely apart. I might would trade down... I don't know. I mean, listen, I I root for a team who consistently does not have first-round picks. Well, yeah, y'all cheat and lose them. <laughs> but even that will be like, yeah, we've got the 25th pick, but we could get a bunch of seconds, so we're just going to do that. <laughs> and it fucking works all the time. This has the Colts trading up to get uh, Cleland Farrell from Clemson, which is the type of moves you can do when you fleece the Jets the year before. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's also it has Josh Jacobs from Alabama going first round, which seems chaos to me. Which it'll probably happen, yeah. I, but I just mm-mm. and he's fine. I just not first round. You know what I can't understand? Every mock draft I see has DeAndre Baker in the twenties. I don't understand that at all. You take him higher, much higher. Yeah, this has him going to Steelers at twenty. Like if I'm the Steelers, yeah. I'm thrilled. Yeah, I can't understand that for the life of me. Good Lord. This has Dexter Lawrence going 26. Yeah, I've seen him all over the place. That's, 
it's all these defensive linemen, man. Like, and this has the Bengals taking a tight end number eleven. This is great. The Iowa one. Yeah. Which again, I'm like, I know doesn't I have two tight ends? Like, don't they have another they sure one do. really good? Yeah. They've uh, got Fant. Uh, Fant and Hawkinson. Yeah. So it's like they're like both good for sure, but I, the Bengals got bigger knees at tight end or at eleven than tight end. They sure do. Uh, this CBS one has us taking a player I've seen in the first round and I've seen in the third round. So I'm. <laughs> sounds I'm accurate. Very, yeah, it seems like they do their homework. It's uh, Debo Samuel, who I'm all in on. Yeah. Just just off the name alone. Correct. I could see. I, the thing is, you get Debo in the third. I love it. First round receivers, man. Oh man. Yeah, no, you can't take a first-round receiver. Yeah, he could be same exact player. Do not like it. <laughs> like, I'm, like somebody's just gonna get. Or a lot of people are gonna get absurd value, and they're still going to mess it up. It's why I like the NFL draft so much because you could get like one of the best players in the country at like thirty-one. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, everyone knew he was the right. best. Yeah, he won a. <laughs> He won the best defensive end in the country two years straight. <laughs> He's just two inches too short. Like, that's it. Literally, literally Harold Landry last year. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't wait till he has like 17 and a half sacks next year. Everyone's like, whoa, where did this come from? He's tiny. I'm also, I give a shout out to uh, Matt House, who's Kentucky's defensive coordinator. He took the Chiefs linebacker job. But then he decided, he was like, nah, I'll just stay at Kentucky. So he came back. Big Pretty fan. good. Yeah, no, he's like he's been over the growth of our defense. Like Josh Allen, all that. I didn't know he was defensive coordinator at Pittsburgh, Aaron Donald's senior year. Which again, I don't know if they've ever met, but I like it sounds good on the resume. Got coached up Aaron Donald. <laughs> so thankful. Matt House coming back. I don't I there's just, a lot of receivers in the first round. I don't think I like any of them, honestly. No, especially when none of them are Andy Isabella. Yeah, no, no Isabella in this one either. This got Marquise Brown from Oklahoma, who's fine. I don't like that he's going by Marquise now. I don't know if that's a him decision or just these draft sites, but when your name's Hollywood Brown and you're not going by Hollywood, it's a red flag. Yeah, like he met Cat from Ole Miss. I don't... I don't know if I trust Ole Miss receivers. I don't know if I trust... Do I trust Ole Miss pros since Patrick Willis quit? Did you see the picture of Metcalf today? No. Was he oh, like boy. jacked or something? Buddy. Oh, boy. Let me... Let me. I'm just going to Twitter his name. See, that makes me like it even less. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, no. That's going to get him drafted higher than he should be. That's fucking Oakman from Baylor. Yeah, that as a wire. Imagine like lining up a crop. Like, hey man, I'm the slot corner. What did I do to get this? <laughs> What's he listed? Like, what? I want to see what size he's listed as. Six one, one seventy five. <laughs> he's at Oliver. This says six four two twenty five. There's no way that's two twenty five. Nah. Also, no but way. again, this is how he never had seven hundred yards receiving in college season. And I know he looks like this. I wouldn't. I'm good. And again, if he hits, good for him. But I, I'm good. 
I don't I don't trust the athletic fit. Like you you couldn't put it together one time. Like this old miss. This ain't uh you didn't have Reggie Ball. You weren't Calvin Johnson. You say this to his face. I will. Someone <laughs> give me a step ladder. And I <laughs> And a gun. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no, he might take the gun. What are you talking about? <laughs> just folds it in half. Again, this is again. I, I like his team though. Like this is exactly the type of picture you. Then you drop another one closer, like pro day, closer to the. Uh, like the actual draft. I mean, yeah, I can't imagine how large it's going to be then. <laughs> He's standing next to AJ Brown. I want to see what AJ Brown's listed at. Six two two fifty. AJ Brown's listed at six one two thirty. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Which is probably accurate. That just means there's no way Metcalf is two twenty five. No, it sure is. That's hilarious. Metcalf's at least two. He should be coming off the edge for someone. What's he doing catching balls? As, again, he's playing the wrong position. That's where Belichick's going to take him. Like, just trust me, baby. Good grief. Yeah, but again, that I've, I don't know. I feel like we see the athletic phenoms at wide receiver. It's like, oh, yeah, Braxton Miller. He's never played in his life. He's an athletic phenom. They just don't work. And it's like the Edelman guys that just get open. Hall of Fame Edelman is what I call him. <laughs> yeah, I don't see Metcalf working the slot with uh, that quickness. Uh, can his legs move that? Like, can he legit turn his hips? 280 is a lot to turn around on a slant. What the, yeah, what did he run in the forty? Six three. <laughs> He's been tying. Now this was in November, so I don't trust this at all. Four four six. Because he probably weighed two hundred twenty five pounds then. Now, no. Yeah, it is a horrifying image to see. That legitimately shot Oakman. Yeah, and I'd be out. Oakman stunk. Real bad. Like, like David Boston too. got so big, like his knees couldn't work right. Like I don't. <laughs> like it turns out, a wide receiver maybe having that much weight is not a good thing. Yeah, Edelman's like one eighty five soaking wet. As I'm saying, like even the, like the massive guys, Calvin Johnson was like a lean two forty. He was just like right. six six. I don't know, like who. Yeah, like who that jacked like work like T O was jack jack, but he was like two twenty five. Like he was like functional. Right. Big. He wasn't 285 pounds. So like, yeah, he can't stop him <laughs> off the line. But yeah, he can't catch the ball. His arms are too like. <laughs> yeah, is like Gronk like the strongest receiver? It's got to be. And even obviously, then, like he's like you see his body's taking the payment for it. Right. Yeah. Obviously, he was also a tight end, so it's yeah. not quite but, accurate. But. but outside of that, like the. Like Julio, Julio's a big guy, but he's still like what's it, two twenty five, two thirty? Like apparently everyone's just two twenty five, so it doesn't. Yeah, numbers mean nothing. AJ Green and Edelman are all the same exact size. Julio's listed at two twenty, and, and that feels light too. That's what I'm saying. Like who's like who's just noticeably bigger than him right now? Like the other guy, like Hopkins is not a big guy. Tyreek, Mike Evans is probably what two thirty. Like yeah. He's, even yeah. then, yeah, they have that same like build. Like Juju's a small guy. Michael Thomas not that big. Devonte Adams not that big. Like guys are just not that big anymore. Kelsey, oh. Kelsey was at the fucking rough and rowdy, and I was like, wow, this guy's all like he's 
wide, of course, but he's just not like that big, big. Right. Yeah, it, Cooks is small as shit. Yeah, like T.Y. Hilton, Antonio Brown. Like, I just don't. What was this, Dez? Dez is probably 225. Yeah. And again, you, like, you see how his body aged. Like, I just don't. Mm-mm. Well, we we forgot about the athletic marvel, Kelvin Benjamin. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> a peek at uh, man's body the way God intended it. This has Dez at 6'2", 220, which again, seems light on both. Right. So, and again, like, all these guys are, are built like that, just not that big. So what does what is him going for 225 to that? Like, does they help him as a receiver? I don't know. When you didn't have 700 yards in a season in college? I don't know. What do they, what do they list Josh Gordon at? Because he's fucking yoked. He's one of, yeah, he's, I feel like he's like 6'4". I would guess 230, but let's see. Josh Gordon is listed at 6'3", 225. Yes, everyone in the world weighs 225 pounds. This is ridiculous. They show Josh Gordon during hard knocks. He looked like Miles Garrett. So there's no, (laughs) but that feels like about like the limit. Right. And even like AJ Brown, the guy he was standing beside, 6'1", 230, he had, like 1,300 yards this year and 1,200 last year. Like, there's something to base his off of. Metcalf is just... Right. I don't, I, I'm don't. i just starting to not trust that just you're only the athletic phenom. Mm. We just see time and time again. Like, it just... Does not work. At the highest level, it just comes down to more than that. Everybody's athletic. He was third in catches. Like, he's, he's never been, like, this number two receiver for Ole Miss. Nah. Um. Off Withers, boy. Yeah. And he, yeah, he'll show up and just squeeze my head like the great uh, <laughs> Kelly used to, <laughs> like an orange. Uh, I'd be like, I still wouldn't draft you in the first round. <laughs> you just cr- like Oberon. Yeah, pretty much exactly like that. <laughs> But I'm really like, who else is that big as a receiver? Like, I don't. I mean, we just went through it. They're like Ebron, tight end, uh, modern day Antonio Gates. <laughs> Out of bounds, Gates is what I call. <laughs> but what's Watkins? He's not that big. Watkins. He's he's like six one. I think. I think he's bigger than he looks. Let's see. He's also st- he's six one two zero five. No, it's six one two eleven. Okay. Yeah, so that you're telling me there's one inch and nine pounds between he and Des Bryant. Okay. I'm trying to think like like Al is Alshon big like six two. Yeah, yeah, he's he's probably six four. He's he's a big dude. And even so, it's like okay, like that's gonna be your. He's yeah, this has him as six three. This also has him listed as a four four eight, which high school maybe. This has <laughs> Jeffrey at six three two eighteen, which that, there's just no way. Well. No, I'd love to be the guy who just assigns these random numbers to players. But <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, eyeball it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm trying <laughs> Kentucky had a receiver this year. He used to I can't even think of his name. He played basketball for Iowa. And okay. they would put him in. So he's like legit, like 6'7, 6'8, 240. He played like three games. I think they threw, threw him four times and he drew four pass interference flags. 
pretty good. Yeah, I was like, he's going to be a weapon next year. But like, <laughs> like, but just watching him out there, just pre- pretending to be in like the wide receiver stance, it's like, oh boy. <laughs> just like the college corner across the guy from like, uh, <laughs> like Louisville's won like two games, and he's looking across from him like, ah, jeez. <laughs> And it's like college is spot foul, so it's only 15. So they're doing whatever they can to just like right. throw him off course. And he's just like, I, this is basically getting a rebound. I think that's just the, like I'm looking right now. That's just the way the game is going now. I'm looking, Galladay's a big guy, but I don't, he's not like monster big. He, oh, 6'4", no. six, six, 213, that's like monster for now. There was a, a tight end who came out a couple years ago. Oh, it's gonna kill me. I can't remember his name. Where you remember where he played at college or pro? It was a small school. It was like I think it might have even been D two or D one double A. But he was like six eight. Mm. <laughs> and I remember watching his highlights, being like, "This guy's gonna go first overall." And <laughs> I'm pretty sure he went undrafted, and the Patriots ended up with him. And I was like, "Let's fucking go." We got we got the the Gronk backup, the smash glass in case of emergency. And boy, did he not last long! I yeah. Now who's the, it was a guy uh, Leonard Pope from Georgia was six eight. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, now he's gonna be filthy. And it's like Jimmy Graham, like he Jimmy Graham looks like he's moving in slow motion now. Like he's, he's six seven two sixty five. Like there's that's just so much weight to have on for football. I'm looking through, and the rest are just all these, like Corey Day, Corey Davis, Sterling Shepard, like Emmanuel Sanders. Like McCaffrey, Calvin Ridley, Alvin, Alan Robinson's a bigger guy. Robbie Anderson's a bigger guy, but six three two eleven and six three one ninety. So yeah, not quite. Yeah, like I, McCaffrey, he, he's going the wrong way. I just need to know how much he weighs because they're two twenty five. Not buying it. <laughs> yeah, I call it a hunch, but I'm not. I'm not buying. I'm not <laughs> taking that cheese. Yeah, when Leron, uh was it Leron Landry was like, uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm two seventeen, same as I was in <laughs> high school. <laughs> Still wearing my old coat. <laughs> Didn't that coat used to have sleeves? Neither here nor there. <laughs> Mind your business. Yes, sir, <laughs> Mister Landry. Uh, yeah, when Leron Landry was just eating steroids for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, he became the largest human being to ever exist. Oh yeah, DK Metcalf also broke his neck last year. Pretty good. So again, wishing them all because it would be great to just like it was so great when To would just like catch a screen, just like yeah, come tackle me. <laughs> Maybe just like stiff arm the shit out of him. So yeah, I'm hoping this works, but man, oh man, I don't see it. Yeah, it just feels like he's he's Jaleel local for man. You're treading the wrong way. Like the NFL is getting smaller. We want quick. We want shifty. It's not so much about just like just mass. It's honestly why I'm shocked I haven't seen Isabella in any first rounds. Like I know part, it's part of it's a joke. Me gassing him up because he went to UMass, but he is like very talented and exactly what the modern NFL needs for like a, a receiver just wants Super Bowl MVP playing this way. Like there is a need yeah. for. Yeah, but here's the thing: we also see that everyone is stupid like that's exactly why he's not still in the first round <laughs> like that he's gonna blow up man with the 98th pick off the board the guy that caught more passes in history than anyone <laughs> ever like 
<laughs> it's like, man, oh man. Turns out, like, if he goes to Sean Payton, everybody's gonna be like, oh boy, how did they get him? Because you should have drafted him in the first. Like, that's how he got him. That's how no, Belichick got him. That's how Andy Reid got him. He's if he ends up in uh, San Francisco, that would be terrifying. Oof. Yeah. Just because Shanahan would definitely know how to use him. I mean, I don't know what the Rams contract like if like Cup or Robert Woods leaves and he just ends up there. Like, he just takes one of their places. Yeah. If he just takes one of these no name guys of the Saints, like. Yeah, that's what's going. He's like, yep, they got him in second round, so he's dirt cheap for the next four years. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's number three in PFF and uh, third down receiving. How tall? He's five eight. Oh yeah, he's a, wait. How, wait, how big is he? I see five ten and five eight. So I'm guessing five eight. No, I think he's five ten. I don't think he's that small. So I see five ten one seventy five and five eight one eighty six. <laughs> like I said, they just throw numbers. It yeah, doesn't matter. Just, no, he's like cooked against ranked teams, and again, like if you can just, you can just run like that seven yard, just get open in space, right, and catch the ball. I, I, you're worth your weight and go. Like if Metcalf could do that at that size, terrifying. I just need to see it. Yeah, like even against Georgia, like I'm watching it right now. He was catching like, like deep posts, like not even just like, yeah. There's no way he's five eight. Isabella, you think like taller? Yeah, mm. like he's not like six two or anything, but there's right. no way he's five eight. Five eight guys very much look all of five eight. Right, but even then, I'm looking. <laughs> feels like there are no like real small guys succeeding like that though. Like if five he, eight. Like, yeah, like I'm like, there's no Welker now. I was looking like Hilton's. As far, he's five ten, one eighty three. Cooks. Yeah, Hilton's real. Cooks is small. 5'10", 180. Yeah, same exact size as Hilton. Those two feel like the smallest. But there's no, like, yeah, there's no, like, 5'8", uh, Welker guy, or... Could be his time. Well, we took a guy last year out of Miami, Braxton Berrios. Mm-hmm. He's aggressively short. They're listing him at 5'9". Doesn't feel like he's that tall. So he could be that? Probably. Yeah. What's Dorset? Listen, Dorset at 5'10. That feels sure. generous. Yeah, like, if you, I feel like we just saw from the Super Bowl, like, if you just have the guy that can do, because, like, Gurley and CJ Anderson can catch passes, but they can't do, like, the quick, like, just get free within five yards. Right. And, like, now you need that. And if my receiver, like, if you can't do that, and if you're not the, like, Julio. Mike Evans, like physical freak, and have proven it even in college. Then I, I don't, I don't know if I got any use for you, honestly. Like, or if you're not like Will Fuller, just burner. Like you don't do the right. quick stuff, but you're just four too fast. Yeah, I think those would be like the two, the three type of receivers I take. Yeah, because like I feel yeah. like Cam Newton only has like tall people that he just throws the ball really hard at. <laughs> well, it's like I feel they used to have that. It was like everybody was like six four, like near. punches he and ben- near them. Yeah, he just throw it as hard as he could. Sometimes it stick to like Benjamin, <laughs> and now they're like, no, we need like Curtis Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. We need like it's just shifty. That's just where the game is going. Yeah, listen, if you can't touch these receivers anymore and you're just allowed to work in that space, yeah, I don't know why you draft anything else. Well, it's, I, I remember. <laughs> 
I do love Mike Lombardi. I just remember him saying, he's like, you need, like, one of every kind of receiver. And it's like, I kind of get that, like, make them have different matchups. But I if you just have three guys that can get open within five yards, like, I know, like, three Edelmans on paper isn't intimidating, but knowing that guy's just going to get open every single time within, like, five right. yards. He's going to keep a drive going. You can plan around that versus, like, a – trying to think who's some of these like first round like receivers that just hadn't like Corey Davis hadn't put it all together yet um, Laquan Treadwells Treadwells the Kevin Whites who's the uh, dude from uh, Washington or the Redskins not Washington College um he was the Treadwell draft oh uh, I know he, Doxon yeah yeah and I, I feel like he's been he's how big is he I think he's big. I think he's. Yeah, like I was gonna say foot. he feels he might be one of the bigger ones, and he like I feel like he had a fine. Well, he, he's six two, so he's one of the bigger ones, like we said. <laughs> and he has yeah, first round pick, and he's got eighty one catches in three years. And I wouldn't even say he's been a bust. Like that's probably more than some of the other guys from his class have. Yeah, for the first, yeah, Treadwell's got like three total catches. Jesus, yeah, like Qued- man, oh man, that guy was a physical freak. That guy went to Ole Miss. That guy had a terrible injury, and now he stinks. It's like he can't do any of those things. No, he sure can't. He also can't catch the ball when it's thrown to him, which is another thing I would want out of my receiver. Mm-hmm. It's like you look at – like if you just went to practice, you just saw him, Thielen, and Diggs just lining up. It's like, man, oh, man. This Treadwell guy, like he's he's about to eat, and it's like, oh, no, those guys are much better than him. Substantially better. It's like, yeah, Thielen can just do like the get open thing. Like Diggs can do it too, and there's some after the catch because he's so fast. And Quidwell's just like, now nah, I'm 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 a big boy though. I'm very brolic. I'm good. What? Huh? What were you saying that about like the show or what? No, I'm saying like I'm good off like drafting bad receivers. Oh, yeah. I thought you were just like, that's it. I'm out of here. That's how we end the show. Now you just decide. (laughs) (laughs) I've had enough of this. Yep. I'm looking at all these pictures. Like, Kevin White was the athletic freak. Mm -hmm. Even then, I know he had at least, I think, one really good year at West Virginia. Yeah, he put up numbers at West Virginia. Yeah, so you kind of get that. But that's that's a top seven pick. And like you said, again, in a, a draft where you can legit get, like, the best player in college football, 32nd. Blowing it at seven, man, oh man! Yeah, you can't have that happen. Like it, it seems weird to say, like just because there's so many more rounds in the NBA. But it's like if you blow a fir- or multiple first round picks in the NFL, that's like you don't stand a chance, right? Like you can blow the twenty six pick a couple times, like you can't blow it for a decade straight. But right, but it's like man, oh man! It's like yeah, the, the best guard in the country went twenty seventh. Like your offensive line, your interior offensive line stinks. You missed him. You took Kevin White. <laughs> and you took DK Metcalf. So uh, now you're stuck. Yeah, that's like the that's I've always thought about first round picks. Like you just can't blow it. You just have to get a playable player. But like you can't rebuild an entire team off that one player, anyways. So just don't fuck it up. Right, and that's when I remember like Jonathan Cooper when like guards were going top ten. It's like at the very least those are safe picks. Nope, those guys oh. stunk too. So it's like man, oh man. We really know nothing. Dude, Cooper couldn't even play in Skarnecchia's scheme. That's how bad Jonathan Cooper was. Did he? Did y'all just cut him? 
Like, oh, is he yeah. anywhere now? Not to me. Hey, probably. Washington. I, he's in Washington. I was going to say, I think I heard his name once this year. but he, Yeah, he was a top seven pick, and he's been on Cardinals, Patriots, Browns, Cowboys, 49ers, Redskins. Yeah, Jesus Christ, I feel like he was on the team last year. <laughs> yeah, no, Patriots was 2016. That does feel very – it felt more recent than that. And that was the – good look. What a stinky draft. That was the Barkevius Mingo. And... Another former Patriot. Oh, yeah, no, I got a lot of, like, the Eric Fisher draft. Like, that was the thing with Chance Warmack. And yeah. Again, like, with Quentin Nelson, because I, I was thinking of those guys. I was like, I don't know, we see guards not work out, and even if they're good, like, does it matter that much? And then Quentin Nelson was like, yes, because I'm all pro good as a rookie. So maybe we are moving in the right direction, but doubtful. I'm trying to see where we got Shaq Mason, because I know he's graded as one of the best. Fourth round. Yeah. I didn't. Oh my god, we. But the Georgia guy, he was like tackle. Who, what does Win play? I know he got hurt, but what's he play? He so he went to the combine as as a guide, but he played his entire time at Georgia as a tackle, as I'm sure you're aware of. Yeah. And so the like he was just short, and so the Patriots <laughs> right. were like they announced him as a tackle when they drafted him. They were like, oh no, you're gonna play tackle. Okay, yeah, like he'll like probably not gonna matter. He'll do both, but. Oh, I think he's like our starting right or left tackle next year, as of like right now. Probably, sure. It'll probably it'll, it'll probably be fine. Like, uh... <laughs> but do you know what Shaq Mason's middle name is? <laughs> Anthony. No, what? You got close. What? Elajuan. Woo. That's full. His yeah, full legal fine. government name is Shaquille Elajuan Mason. How did? How did that, that's that's three of the top centers in the East. Or in the NBA of the nineties right there. Wow. What's uh how big is he? He's a stout six one. Okay. He wears number sixty nine. Hell yeah. And yeah, somehow that guy lasted to pick one hundred and thirty one. That's man, oh man. I bet it like I feel like it's the same it's not even just an NFL thing, like against for NBA. We just see it's like, oh yeah, no, nah, he was just short. <laughs> like I feel, I feel this way right now about PJ Washington for Kentucky. Yeah, I saw that tweet the other day. Like he's he's just gotten better at everything. He's just not set. If he was seven foot, I'd take him behind Zion. No questions asked. Like he's he's uh, taking more shots. Would you say? I mean, you hate the rest of this draft, so that doesn't say much. But even then, I'm fine hating the rest of it. I was like, I even a six eight because again, if that's the only knock, right. It's like he's taking more shots. He just started taking threes this year, taking two a game, hitting 45% of them. His free throw percentage went up. He's playing around the same minutes. His rebounds, assists, blocks, all that went up. Turnovers went down. Fouls went down. He's just short. Like, that's that's really just all it is. And I can't wait until uh, he's going to go wait. He's like, oh, man, 18th. Wade Baldwin had to go ahead of him. Uh, <laughs> Nick Stoskis. I'm now uh, looking at the entire Patriots offensive line to see where we drafted these guys. And, I mean, the highest one so far has been pick 78. Uh, not including win? Like the not including, yeah, because he hasn't. Yeah. He, I mean, he tore his Achilles, like, getting off the plane to come sign his contract, so I'm not counting him. Not a team player. Um... Marcus Cannon, we got 
at 138. Obviously, that's a little different because he was diagnosed with cancer at the combine. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Good 40 time, though. Tremendous. Just tremendous. I'm trying to think. David Andrews is the last one. I'm just looking right. I just want to see where all the all-pro linemen were drafted. Because I know some are first round. Definitely. A good, like a good bit of them, like. Yeah, no, I was still feel like I was pumped when we took Win just because I knew no, we had sure, let yeah. we had let what's his name walk uh, to the Giants. Yeah, Nate Solder, who was also a first round pick, we got back for the from Richard Seymour. So, Yikes. like, I, I I would still like if you could take like a guy who's like, oh no, that guy's like a lock of a first round pick. Like, I have no problem with that. Yeah, now these guys were. I thought it'd be more. Lower and undrafted, honestly. Like Bakhtiari, fourth round. Dwayne Brown, first round. Ron Armstead, third round. Quentin Nelson, first. Let's see. Joel Batonio, second. Pouncey, first. Yonda, third round. Zach Martin was first round. Kelsey was sixth round. That's the first, like, later round guy. Mitchell Swartz, second round. Right then, let's see. First round. Yeah. Like, all these guys, turns out lines matter. Hmm. David Andrews, who uh, is our center, was undrafted. Uh, he started 53 of 56 career games. I feel like you, like you have to, just because of the five and depth, like, I thought you have, you got to hit on at least two of those guys. Right. Like just for, like, depth, like, either low round or draft pick. But, like, yeah, the elite of the elite, these guys are going, which, I don't know. Why I wouldn't take DK Metcalf? But. Trent Brown, uh, who was our starting left tackle, he was Tom Brady's left he's tackle. He's 7'5, five, five, right? Yeah, he's, so, he's the largest human being of all time. <laughs> he was the seventh round, 244th overall pick. I'm trying to think. Like, I know, I don't even know who's on the Rams. I just know Whitworth was a tackle. Yeah. But I. I remember him at LSU because when it came out, he was too tall, and I was like, I don't know, this guy's really good though. It's like he's just too tall. He's like he's six seven and played tackle and guard. It's like he won't be able to get that low in the NFL. Turns out he did, like at both positions <laughs> at a Pro Bowl level for about a decade now. So yeah, and if somebody's really good and only their height's holding them back, that's why I'm high on Kyler. I think I do need to do some more research, but if that's if the biggest gripe is height, I think I can work around it. I think the Giants came out today and said he might be too short for them, which is just classic Giants. They're going to take Locke. They're going to trade up to one and take Locke. Right. Well, even then, uh, why shit on your leverage like that, man? Like, that's what I don't <laughs> – like, if you know within your heart, like, I, like, oh, I'd love him. Like, I, this kid's a great prospect. We'd love to have him on our team. I'm trying to gas him up. I want somebody to trade for that pick. They're like, oh, no. No, no, completely eliminate that option. Don't even game plan for it. Yeah, report. Kyler, uh, this is uh, from Pro Football Talk. Report Kyler Murray, quote, probably a little too small, end quote, for Giants. Okay. As I think of it, I might just have, like, my, my entire draft strategy might just not even be best player available. Like, I only take certain positions in certain rounds. Like running back first? Yes, and also second. <laughs> no, it was like first two rounds. Like, unless something rare happens, I'm taking offensive or defensive lineman. Like, I just need to – that just that's just where the value is. Like, these are the guys that are 
like Aaron Donald, J.J. Watt, Fletcher Cox, Luke Keekley, all these guys, Khalil Mack, Von Miller, all these guys first-round picks. There is yours like Darius Leonard, who was a second-round pick, and some other guys, but Daniil Hunter. but Eddie Jackson. The, yeah, the 38-year-old Eddie Jackson. I mean, outside quarterback, but yeah, I'd go lines first. I just feel like that would just be my, my default pick. Like, I don't know, we're kind of good everywhere. Take another offensive lineman. Or take another defensive lineman. Like and that's this. literally what the 49ers have done year in, year out. Yeah, it's like this uh, this wide receiver, he might be good in the fourth round. I don't know, this guard's. I know he's good. Take him. Like, we'll find the wide receiver. When somebody cuts Laquan Treadwell, we'll take. We'll roll the dice on him. Right. Nobody. Yeah, nobody's cutting. Uh, nobody's cutting Quentin Nelson. Nobody's cutting Zach Martin. Nobody's cutting Aaron Donald. Well, the Rams might cut it. Jeff Fisher would have cut Aaron Donald. <laughs> I'd be thrilled if Aaron Donald just became a free agent. <laughs> just unrestricted. That I'm still trying. I still haven't quite figured out why safeties aren't valued. No, I've seen uh, Deontay Thompson, the safety from Alabama. Yeah, I've seen him as high as twenty-five. I've seen him in the fourth round in like deep mocks. I'm like, I don't understand what this means. Well, it's it's one of, it's uh, it's guard defense again, man. Like guards are going off, so shouldn't guard defense be important to stop them? So it's like if everybody's on for five thousand yards, shouldn't I want great safeties? <laughs> like I should. I, it feels like corners would be less important. Like they're getting open regardless. Nobody, right. you can't. You, you're not going to cover that guy in space. I just need you to make the tackle, keep him from getting behind you. So, right, yes. That's what it, it's, it's tackling safeties is what it is. Right. It's like, yeah, safeties are out, and then uh, Derwin James slips too late first round. Jamal Adams <laughs> went, what, six overall. These guys are the two best safeties in the league because teams were like, oh, no, I, I just think these guys are really good. Yeah, I'll never understand the Derwin thing. Never. <laughs> Man, again, I I don't know if I'll ever be swayed. It's like, what if the Browns just would have took him over Ward? And again, Ward's been really good, but sure has. Yeah, I, that's where I would take find my value. Like, I'm just going to take safeties early. I'm going to do whatever the like the Raiders don't do. Yeah, I think that's the move. Just, just like they're drafting receivers early. I'm drafting what, what's the opposite? I'm drafting uh, <laughs> right guards, only right guard. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't understand the like building a 53 man roster is definitely difficult, but the draft doesn't seem as difficult as like I'm not saying you need to go out there and shoot 100 percent on all your picks, but. Man, I can't imagine the first round being as difficult as some teams consistently make it. It's just one of those, like, you just see the graphic, and it's like, oh, yeah, they haven't signed a guy to a second contract since 2014. Or it's like, it's been five years, and they have 11 players left on their roster. It's like, you get, like you've got seven cracks at it every minimum. Like, how do you not come away with, like, I don't know, three pieces? Again, not saying superstars. But you've been scouting all year. Like, this is what you've been doing for 12 months. And you get a guy that's like, yeah, it turns out he couldn't play our system. How did you not? What do you mean? How did you not know? <laughs> like, <what? laughs> yeah, no, he, he'd only been his own blocker his entire life. We wanted to uh, completely switch up everything he'd ever th- ever learned. Didn't work out. Meanwhile, the guy goes undrafted that made uh, three All-Americas. He's just a 6'1 center instead of 6'4. 
<laughs> yeah, no, people overthink it. They don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like Eddie Jackson went in the third round. I'll never understand it. Deontay Thompson's probably going to go in the third round. I won't understand that. He got hurt. Well, at least Deontay Thompson's healthy, isn't he? Like, there yeah. must have been some rumors like Eddie. Je- we're going to have to amputate. <laughs> he would, Eddie Jackson went fourth round, hundred twelfth oh, pick. My apologies to Eddie Jackson. Let's see how many safeties went before Eddie Jackson. Jamal Adams, okay. Malik Hooker, I do think is good. Jabril Peppers. Probably would rather have uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> what's his name? Eddie Jackson. Uh, uh, Eddie Jackson. Buddha Baker, who's also been good. Marcus May to the Jets. Marcus Williams to the Saints. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know Just, who doesn't allow that touchdown to oh Stephon Diggs? Boy. It's Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson takes that thing seventy-two yards away. <laughs> Saints are dancing in the streets right now. They're back to back. Like, <laughs> man, oh man. He's been making that tackle for four years at Alabama. Justin Evans, who I don't know who that is, but he went to the Bucks, so he's good enough that they didn't need Derwin. So there's that. <laughs> um, I'm just going to start counting. One, two. Are we in the fourth round? Three, four. Now we're in the fourth round. Five. Yeah. Tedrick Thompson went to the Seahawks right before Eddie Jackson. Because, like, Pete Carroll loves his first round, or he loves the tall DBs, man. Eddie Jackson's not tall. No, he isn't. Also, Pete Carroll's going to take one of Kentucky's defensive backs. I'm not sure which one. We've just got, like, five that are in the draft, and they're all tall. Okay. So he's he's taking Lonnie Johnson. He's taking – the only one that's not tall is Mike Edwards, who's probably the best one, which is probably won't he will not touch. But Derek Beatty, one of these guys is ending up Chris Westry on the Seahawks. Can they I, tackle? Hmm, some of them. No, Lonnie, Lonnie's good. Mike Edwards is good. I'm missing somebody. He's good. Westry and Beatty cannot, I would not risk. They're just like 6'4 and can move their feet. They have really long arms. They're going to kill at the combine. They're going to kill at pro day. But Mike Edwards is going to test in like 5'10 and go undrafted and make three all-pro teams. (laughs) Well, if any of them can wrap up, Belichick will take them. I'd love to see Mike Edwards go there for football reasons. (laughs) Belichick does not care about anything you do as a cornerback as long as you can tackle. It's all he gives a shit about. And yet, Pete Carroll's just like, wow, he's 6'4". Wow. Listen, that works sometimes. It does. Hey, won him a Super Bowl. Sure did. Exactly one. Correct. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't wait till like, till like we're watching the draft and you can just see it's like, like you know how you can start to see like the teams that are coming up next, mm-hmm. like on the bottom. It's like we're on pick twenty-five and like you can see just the number thirty-two. It doesn't say New England yet. And Ed Oliver's still on the board. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, I, at that point, I think Cadell's just going to make a call to, like, whoever's got the 28th pick be like, uh, listen, you have to take Oliver. We will not. Well, we're all set on the defense. You just hear, like, a gun cock. You're taking Oliver. 
And it's like, uh, Baker slips to us. And I was like, fuck, I didn't see that coming. I was like, I'm looking now from this draft. There were, there were a lot of pro bowlers from this draft. There was one, there was five in the first round alone. Pretty good. And the last one picked in the first round was Vander Esch, who I think he won defensive player of the year two times straight. And it was just like, yeah, guys a lot. Like we talked about, we're like Roquan. Yeah, he doesn't rush the passer though. What can you do? Who needs that? Who needs a guy that can go sideline to sideline like that? Cowboys that would never like work. Us. Yeah. Well, it was really funny because I was listening to uh, PFF after the draft. Like, remember when the Bills took that 19-year-old from Virginia Tech? Uh, Edmonds, yeah. Yeah. So they everyone was like, oh, this guy is really young. But Van Der Esch didn't start playing football until, like, he showed up in college. Yeah, no, he's a so, basketball guy. Right. So he had played less football than Edmonds had, despite being, like, two years older than him. Right. And it was like, maybe I'd rather the guy who hasn't been, like, slamming his head into other human beings for as long. For sure. He's like, oh, the the basics? I'll pick those up. And now every year we – I can't wait to – see, like, I, I again, I hate to pick on Stephen Che. V to V at 12 was a mistake the second it happened. Correct. The second it happened. Sure was. And – I'm looking like I can't. He's, he's really the only one that stands out. Like Marcus Davenport, I remember thinking they gave up a lot to get him, mm-hmm. but it could work out. Colton Miller, I don't, I don't think the Raiders fans are fond of. Um, some of these other guys is just too early. Some like have been hurt. Ridley was good early, but some of these guys is just too early. But like some were like, oh, that's a great pick as soon as it happened. Like Nelson was a great pick. Barkley, wherever he went, however you feel about talent value, like he was going to be good. And wherever Derwin went was going to be a good pick. Turns out yeah. these things were true. I, I just can't wait to see it for this year. I can't wait until, I don't know, Quinn and Williams just goes like 29th. It's like, I don't know. Can we trust a defender from Alabama? Don't know. <laughs> it's got a real short track record. So I don't. I, I want the Cardinals to take Murray and just trade Rosen, but. It would be bold. It takes bold moves to win, man. You just hired a, a losing coach in college. Now's not the time to be conservative <laughs> like that. It's like what? That's absurd. We. Were... <laughs> I don't think Cliff Kingsbury made the conference championship once, but you wanted to win the NFC West. But now we're ready to uh, <laughs> hedge our bets. Listen, I don't think Rosen ever won the Pac-12. He might have. Trade him. <laughs> Listen, what if Arizona gets Bama on their schedule? Then what are you going to say with Kyler? He cooked against Bama. He had a strong second half. He finished with like five touchdowns. He ran for 100 yards, no t- no turnovers. He cooked. Oh, I know. I just shut that game. Okay, what was it, like 28 nothing? Yeah, no, they were whooping him real bad. Yeah, that's when I stopped watching. I was like, all right. And then at the end, I saw it was like a one-touchdown one, one touchdown game. I was like, what happened here? What, what happened? Yeah, no, Kyler, that's exactly why... Like, is he really – like, again, if you got questions about his throwing motion or pocket presence, all that, I get that. But is it really he's just short? If so, uh, not enough. Like, again, Baker was short. He's still short. Don't matter. He's good. I imagine he'll be short this year, too. Just a hunch. Baker? I don't know. Yeah. He stands, my... stands on his grit. Oh, yeah. What about uh, 
close personal friend Arian Foster saying he no longer respects Baker. Oh, I didn't see that. For what? What did, he, what did Baker do? Or what happened? <laughs> Baker, uh, let me let me get everything straight because it was it was. Oh boy, yeah, I missed this. Um. So uh, the Cleveland Browns posted a video of Baker Mayfield dancing. <laughs> okay. To uh, a Taylor Swift song, and then to walk it, talk it. Okay. And they wrote, your QB could never. <laughs> okay. And then Arian Foster quote tweeted that and said, uh, asterisk would never. Ooh. Which, I love Arian Foster. He never played with a quarterback nearly as good as Baker Mayfield. It's true. Well, I'm sure going back to uh, Tennessee, he probably played with several good quarterbacks that sat on the bench at Tennessee and became stars in the NFL. And then Baker responded to Arian Foster. This was Twitter or the Gram, you said? Twitter. Okay. And Baker said, respected you before this. I get it. I get it, dog. You're too cool to show any personality. Everyone's different, though. No need to speak on it. And then Arian Foster responded with an article to something. Okay. So, yeah, Arian Foster and Baker Mayfield, not pals. What's What's the article? It's uh, the four agreements. Uh, per, let me see. Uh, the four agreements: a practical guide to personal freedom. Like it's a book. It's not even an article. <laughs> I respected you before. This kills me. Like I just <laughs> just broken. <laughs> Listen, I, yeah. I'm here to report Arian Foster will not be signing with the Cleveland Browns anytime soon. <laughs> Draft day was only a movie. Wow. <laughs> but let me say like this, like the chip on the shoulder thing, like it's good until like every chip on your shoulder or something. Like, like this is cool. But yeah, he's short, but there's a chip on his shoulder. Every, like, like everything's a slight. This is going to get old, man. Like I respected you, but I get it, dog. Like, all right, man. <laughs> like you, like this is between your rookie and sophomore year, man. Like this is, it's not Durantish because Durant. I don't think he has a. There's no chip on his shoulder. He knows he's the best. There's no chip there. That's the chip. Yeah, he wants that, else no one else does. Yeah. <laughs> but ba- I, like I don't know, man. Like this, like fuck you to Hugh Jackson. He yeah, he stunk and he got fired. Like I don't. What do you want? That's what. <laughs> You're, like you're that, mean though. mugging him on like hey, hey, give it a break, dude. Like what? That one's funny to me. This what the, I, I like, this one's still funny, but like I just think it like it's this is what got him there. So he's gonna keep doing. It's just gonna get oh old. definitely it's like the the fourth time he did when Mason Ramsey says something respected you before this. <laughs> I get it, dog. You yodel. I was like, all right. <laughs> he's eleven years old, Baker. Like what? <laughs> it's like all right, man. I'm I'm all in on Baker. If if I guess my thing is like if Arian Foster played with like Deshaun, I'd be like, yeah, no, I get it. Your your quarterback, I, I I'd ride with him too. He played with shit. Well, that's shit. what he's saying. Matt Schaub would never. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> Do you Matt Schaub uh, had rhythm now. <laughs> yeah, this was actually Arian's plea. Like I would have loved to have played with someone like this. He's like, you got it backwards. 
<laughs> Lost all respect for you. This is rigged. I won't stay silent. All right, Baker. <laughs> read, Aaron's like, no, no, read this book. Look, I outlined it here. Yes. I compliment you in chapter 12. All right, dog, you write books. I get it, fam. Big homie. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It, it's not even training camp, man. Now you're in mini camp. I'll, like, it, I did see a thing that, like, Freddie Kitchens works best with, like, three running back offenses. So that, that was a thing that was like, huh? It's a peculiar thing to work best with. Very. Jeff Lowe <laughs> sent that stat to me. I was like, okay. Like, I again, if you know that's what you're good at, go for it. But right now, like, Baker, he, he couldn't be riding higher, man. Like, they just missed the playoffs. Everybody's hopeful. He got the new coach and all that. And now it's, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's just going to have to go very well, or I think it's going to turn on him. Like, right or wrong. Like, Cleveland will never turn on him. That's, that's like whatever no. he does. He could win or lose every. They'll never turn him. So it's not about that. But man, oh man, this is this. I don't know. You, like, you think somebody people are gonna stop doing this? The first time he has a bad game, and somebody, I had respect for you, Charles Woodson. I burned all my ascots. <laughs> I have respect for you, Randy. I have respect for you, Ron Jaworski. Like is it? I don't know. Like that's what chip on the shoulder guy gets you. There's good parts which get you number one in the NFL or number one in the NFL draft. And there's bad parts where it's like, all right, retired running back. I've never met. I've lost all my respect for you. Okay. I'm sure he cares. It's keeping Iron up at night. I'm positive. Yeah. Listen, knowing him uh, as closely as I do, he's he's calling me right now in tears. (laughs) Yeah, I'm surprised I even broke the news to you. Also, like, again, it's the no need to speak on it. Well, no need for you to speak. Like, what do you like? You just wanted to say something. That's chip on the shoulder, guy. That's KG. I mean, that's that's the good part of KG when you're in the finals, not. But when you're when it's February and it's like, all right, man. Like we're. I'm not going as hard in practice as you. Like fuck you. I respected <laughs> you before this, uh, Leon Poe. Trenton Hassel. Yeah. yeah. I, re- <laughs> I respected you before this, uh, Anthony Peeler. I get it, dog. Everybody's different. That's, like, <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, it's just got to go all right for Baker or, like, things got to go all right for Chip on the Shoulder. Like, again, Jimmy Butler, Chip on the Shoulder guy. That don't go away. So, it's like, Baker, you you got your perfect coach. Kitchens is good, baby. You're 11-5. and five. I remember that time they said we wouldn't be, though. <laughs> and, again, if you're Jordan good and you can just make everyone pay – Maybe yeah, listen, I mean, yeah. Tom Brady was doing that this postseason. So, well, I mean, even then, he he took some lumps to get there. Like he he, he didn't go six and zero, oh. and that's a no, long sure way did. from him to uh, from Baker to Tom Brady. Unless Kitchens is good, then he's basically neck and neck. But... <laughs> I hope Freddie Kitchens is good, just because I really want there to be a good coach named Freddie Kitchens. Like I'm in on like just the way he looks, like the pieces he has. Like, that offense should be a lot of fun. Right. Like, they're one Josh Gordon-type receiver away from being a lot of fun. <laughs> They've got everything else. Uh, man, Rappaport keeps teasing my dick so hard saying Josh Gordon might be eligible for training camp. So, is he He's still under, like, does he have another year in a contract? Or is he, like, restricted yeah, free Yeah, one more. Okay. So, I... Over under on games he plays next year? Nine and a half. Under. Seven and a half. Under. 
Wow. So is it even worth five and a half? I was thinking six. Okay. So, like, is it even worth it? If you can pick the six. You can't. That's the Josh Gordon experience. <laughs> you think the Browns would have been like, listen, if we can pick the 16 games you play for us over the next four years, we're going to hold you out these first four, let Baker <laughs> and let you loose with a sophomore Baker and, and Freddie Kitchens. Those are the 16. But no, it don't work like that. No, it sure doesn't. Um, yeah, that's no, tough. It's uh, I don't know. I need Belichick to like pull some strings with the league, who notoriously loves him. Yes. To do what? Get Freddie Kitchens or what? <laughs> to let Josh Gordon. I just want to see him for a full season. That's it. Does Josh Gordon? I don't think he wants to play football. He might not. I think that's what it keeps. Like I think that's what it came down like Ricky Williams. He's like I just don't really. I would just rather do what I want to do more than I want to play football. But, like, the thing with this Josh Gordon suspension is, and I was talking to, again, Jeff D. Lowe about this today, because everyone just keeps saying it was a failed drug test, but that hasn't been reported. Right. He just... So was it like indefinite every, suspension? End of yeah, the year suspension? Indefinite. Okay. And he's in, like, step three of his process right now. I don't know what that means, but um, I know... If it were a failed drug test, we would have heard about that by now. Yeah. And I think it was just like he missed a therapy session or he was late for like a check-in or something. Right. That's what like so, you hear somebody violated parole and it's like, uh, what did he stick up a gas station? And now he's late to his meeting. Like it's not what you think right. it is. Yeah. Right. So that's why I don't know if like. I'm hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't. And like he was like. Tom Brady was, like, carrying him around for the entire 11 weeks he was here. So I don't – I don't know. I don't know that he's he's going to have, like, another year suspension just because he missed, like, a meeting or something. But that's the thing. Like, again, that's – He might. Well, it's like, he one, he might, and two, that is better than him, you know, failing a drug test. But, again, that's part of it. Like, right, these, like sure. these are these are the rules. If you do not follow these rules, you will not play. Whatever they are, step one through five, whatever. So again, like if he's shown he can't do that, he's handling the big things, but maybe not the little things. I just wonder, like, it is it even wor- like it's, it's again with Hunt. Like, is it worth it? Like y'all are champs without him. Like, do you even want to waste the roster spot for the six games? Of course, the potential is there, but he's he's done it one time in what six years. And he looked good this year for sure, but it's right. That's the thing. If he just if he looked mediocre, right. there would be there'd be no point. He'd already be released probably. Right. I mean, I Although guess if pay, you, yeah. Like I know Kraft has been paying for all of his rehab, so I do think they want to like help him as like a person, so he can help them as a football team. Right. Um. I'm because this. So, yeah. So this says restr- so would they have to like sign him to something? Like I th- he has no contract right now. I don't think. Oh, yeah, so he's restricted, so... So somebody can make an offer. Right, which I can't imagine is going to happen. They might. Uh, again, like you said, he did look like... When he was on the field, he looked good. I just don't know. Like, with him being... Rest- I don't know how NFL restricted work. So would y'all get something for him, or is it just like we have the right to say we'll pay that or no? Yeah, I think you can, like... I think you can trade him. 
and while he's restricted. So if another team wanted him, you could do something that way. Because, again, as always, I'm going to point back if the Colts were just like, okay, let's see what they'll match. Right. Like, will they – like, we can waste $7 million if he doesn't – like, can they? No. So it's like, uh, yeah, one year, $7 million, what are you going to do, Billy? <laughs> I think we have, like, before That's- other cuts and – Contract restructurings happen. I think we have like twenty-two million in space. I'm looking. I'm checking right now. Let me see. Top. Okay, it's got cap space and top fifty-one cap space. Your top fifty-one cap space, you have fourteen million. Pretty good. And your cap space with all is fourteen million. And like. Yeah, the Colts have 107. So, again, I'd be like, yo. <laughs> like, one year, $9 million, Josh Gordon. What do you say, Billy? Like, of course, he. what's the number you don't think he'd match it? Anything over five. That's what I was thinking. Like, he, he's like six. Brady's like, please, for me, I'll give it back to you. He's like, I don't know. Five to six, it's a lot. And, like, Trey Flowers is a free agent. Oh, no, he'll get – That's a. he should get paid. He's good. Yeah, but I think he's going to be one of the guys Belichick's like, no, I've, I've like one of the like five guy, defensive guys who's like, no, we need you on the team. Yeah, that's why it's like, okay, now we'll just take that six more for six million for Gordon, let him go, and that's Trey Mason's money. And like Goskowski and Ryan Allen, both of our kickers are free agents. How old is Goskowski? Like thirty six, probably. So he's got fifteen years left. That feels easy. Right. Yeah. So he's not going anywhere. Um, and Ryan Allen just like helped win us the Super Bowl. Is Gronk in or out? He has a year left under contract, I believe. That goes off for like ten million, right? Something like that. So that's either going to open up ten million. Although I don't know how retiring, like the dead cap and all that shit. I don't understand the NFL cap. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, like, that's fine. I mean, the only thing I would say, like, if Belichick's the one that signed it, so I assume there's not anything like that crippling on it. Right. That's the only thing I have fit. But outside that, it could be like, oh, no. If he retires, I have to pay his family $100 million. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> NFL CBA is a bear. <sighs> yeah. I'm, uh... I don't know. Brady probably restructures again. I don't know how many times you're allowed to restructure, but I feel like he does it every off season. Yeah, I feel like it can't. I feel like it shouldn't be a limit if a guy's willing to do it. I'm like the Jaguars stink and are dead last in cap space. Not where you want to be. They have negative six million in cap space. <laughs> like thirty one is the Eagles, but it's like okay, they won it all, made the playoffs again this year. Like they they should be there. They went for it. It worked. The Jaguars, buddy. Like, above them is the Vikings. I, I don't know what the hell the Vikings do. I think they just have to run it back and hope they can stay healthy. I don't know if they – that's a – they got $5 million in cap space, and they've got to pay, like, Anthony Barr. Thielen might be a – like, they've got people to pay, and Kirk Cousins is making, like, 30% of your cap. <laughs> Smart. So there's that – yeah. Like, I know – I saw Xavier Rhodes might be on the move. It's also like they don't have a lot of money, and they still have holes. Like, they didn't make the playoffs. Like, that's the issue. No, they sure didn't. So, whew, my Colts looking funny. better and better. No, it's hysterical. 
I didn't realize they were in that bad of shape in Minnesota. Like, I want to see. I know there's nothing that has all the contracts like year by year, but like basketball reference. But they, yeah, they're gonna have to make some very interesting choices because Kirk Cousins is just like thirty million and thirty million. Here we go. Yeah, for 2019. Yeah, he's 15 percent of their cap. Is he a top 15 quarterback? Maybe like he right around he's, there. I was gonna say he's probably 15. So yeah, that's for one for every percent of your cap. Yikes! And then it's like their offensive line stinks. Trey Wayne's makes a lot of money. Xavier Rhodes makes a lot of money. Mm-mm. But they can't like they're too far to blow it up. Yeah, that's tough. Then next year, I think like Daniil Hunter Diggs deals kick in. So, I, man, oh, man, my Colts looking better and better. It's just, I'm amazed that you're bad and don't have cap space. Like the Dolphin, the Patriots 24th in cap space, Dolphins 25th. Dolphins are 25th? Yeah. That's the thing, like they have less cap space with nothing, like you... It's not even like you made the playoffs last year. Had a down year. When was the last time the Dolphins made the playoffs? <laughs> like four years, five years. Uh, Tannehill's made it. Is Tannehill played in the playoff game? No, because remember he got hurt and Matt oh, Moore played. Yeah. Pu. They they should draft Kyler, but they won't. They're in a tough spot because they have a defensive minded head coach that they just hired. So Does he have his coordinator yet? Oh yeah, we talked about it. it's a, the Patriots guy, right? Is that that's official now? I'm guessing. Yeah, but that's not. Is it the offensive coordinator? I thought that was just a quarterback coach. No, he, I thought he was the wide receiver coach. Dolphins. Oh yeah, they got him too, but I think they got the quarterback coach as well. Ah. Uh, like all the Patriot coordinators, all. yeah. All the Patriot coordinators left except for McDaniel's. I'm pretty sure, and Skarnecchia. Probably for the best. For who? Mm, somebody. Yeah, they made it. They made it in 2016. Before they, they hadn't made it since 2008. It's like the Jags too. Like you even had that one year, but it's like y'all been bad for so long. Like how are you in this terrible cap space? Like the Jets. Yeah. Jets have been terrible. They're number two in cap space. Browns have been terrible. Number three. It can't. That be makes sense. Hard, man. Yeah, that yeah, makes. That's more what I'm saying. Sense. It makes it makes perfect sense. And the Colts really had been terrible until like they just had luck, healthy, and they had a great draft. But the rest of these teams, if you're like kind of in the middle, like the Falcons are 17. That sounds right. They thought they were going to be good. They weren't. Rams are 15th, right in the middle. But it's like the the Jaguars have to cut people to still be as bad. Yeah, that's tough. That's real tough. It, meanwhile, the I, I think I'd make an offer to like every restricted free agent in the league if I was the Colts, like every legit one. Yeah, why not? Yeah, match it. Can you physically match it, Oakland? Like Oakland's got sixty nine in cap space, but what do they? Right. It's like how many players do you have signed for next year? Right. It's like they. That's like, like the Colts have fifty seven signed and still have that much cap space. Jets have 41 signed 
and that's second most, but they got to fill in those 16 players. Colts are set either way. So I, if you get any type of decent restricted free agent, if I'm the Colts, I'm hitting your line. Yeah, I mean, that feels like very – it feels like they're like where the Nets were a couple of years ago, but with more pieces already in-house. Yeah. It's like, like when they were well, signing Crab yeah. and, and forcing all these other teams into bad bad deals. Was also like they 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 got to tank while they had their star base. It was like David Robinson. Yeah, like, like he was just hurt. Like Luck was just hurt. You have your star, and it was like when y'all had y'all's pick. We're tanking without tanking. Right. So it was like okay, like the piece that everybody's looking for, we have right now, and he's healthy. Now the rest of the terrible players we picked four years ago, the good thing is their deals ran out. So that's how we have rookies stepping in and making all pros. And I call it like T.Y. Hilton is the second highest paid player on that team. He makes 6% of their cap. Is Kirk Cousins the best player on the Vikings? (laughs) No. Is he top three? No. Is he top five? No. And he's 15% of their cat. Like, that's that's how this works. Yeah, he's probably, like, the sixth best player they have, like, at best. Like, I'm trying to, like, I'd take Hunter over him. Probably Barr. Um, Thielen, Diggs. Like, better at their respective position. Harrison Smith probably, but I think like just because quarterback, like you get in that that mix, he's around there, and he's making fifteen percent of the cap. It's tough. It's it's not great. Looks better, and he's making eleven percent of the cap. <laughs> like it's just it's like best case scenario, they won this Super Bowl, and even then they're in hell for the next two years because year to mm-hmm. year NFL means nothing. Nothing. You sign a guy in the NBA. Okay, we didn't get it this year. Like we'll just like we're gonna we we're gonna be back in the conference finals next year. This is the plan. But now it's like yeah, they might win four games. Like Rams might go seven and nine next year. We don't know. We really don't. I mean, I, Stephen Jay picked them for seven and nine this year. <laughs> oh boy! So they're not going seven and nine. No. <laughs> no, I mean this year that they lost in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we we know to go far away from Stevie's. Uh, <laughs> Love you, Steve. Oh man! Today he he had a, a firm fuck the AAF on on the app. Wow! He's defending the shield. You got to respect it. I guess. <laughs> I guess I have to respect. <laughs> Do I? Uh... Yeah, I, I, it's an option. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I'm, man, oh man! I'm just now. I'm just gonna be looking at like NFL cap spaces. I feel like you do every day. No, nah, that's NBA. True. Yeah, you've just got the Colts down. Yeah, pretty much. And now I'm just going to be looking. I'm like, why did you think it was a good idea to give Matt Khalil that money? He wasn't good. <laughs> like, what? I don't know who, like, who's the big free agent this year that everybody knows is not good and is still going to get just overpaid? In the NFL? Yeah. Um. Or not going to live up to it, I'll say. Like, the, like Olivier Vernon makes more than J.J. Watt. He was just not going to live up to that contract. Yeah, I was going to stick with um, with that team and say uh, Landon Collins. Mm, I guess, see, he's one I could 
see him either being really like, no, nah, I was good. The Giants just stunk. I just for sure. Away. Or it's like safeties don't matter. You're done, kid. Yeah, no, I could see it going absolutely either way. That's why I just saw earlier today. Pro Football Focus tweeted out like what they projected his contract to be, and it was like sixty million dollars over like not that long a time. Hmm. And that's that's why that one was fresh on my mind. I don't know many NFL free agents this year. That's what I'm looking at. Like Lev Bell, I think like Demarcus Lawrence is number one. I'm trying to like clowning. I think these guys are probably getting franchised. Is the thing. Trey Flowers is six. Like, Grady Jarrett's seven. I think Jer- Grady Jarrett's good. Like, D. Ford, I think he's good. I could see Earl Thomas. Oh, yeah. Like, I could see him just getting a lot of money from somebody, and he's just a little a little too long in tooth. Nick Foles. Oh, that that's the one that's going to work out horribly. Foles? Yeah. I mean, probably. <laughs> if it's not Philly, yeah. I, again, probably. Because <laughs> you have to pay him at least twenty million, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm good. C.J. Mosley is the nineteenth best uh, free, free agent. agent. I feel like he's not pro this year. Yeah, that feels low. I feel like he's only made all pro teams. Let's see. Oh, excuse. No, he didn't this year. This is the first year he he's made four second team All Pros. He made it in sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Didn't make it this year, so he's clearly done. He's twenty six, so. <laughs> and he's the night. Like, yeah, he's gonna be the signing where it's like, well, how did they get CJ Mosley? Yeah, nobody yeah. wanted him. I've got no no time or patience for a guy like that. <laughs> it's like, is he even worth waiting? Yes, he's All Pro good when he's healthy. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't know. <laughs> Bridgewater. Te- I can see Tevin Coleman going bad just because if he gets like the Jarek McKinnon deal, which is it's just too much to pay. Yeah. Back. Much too much. Sue. I don't know where. I feel like I would just take one year deals if I was Sue with teams that I th- think they're close. I think that's what he's going to end up doing. I feel like like he got like his first back like Miami. Well, he got one from Detroit. He might have got two from Detroit. I think he got two, yeah. I think he was like he was still in the old rookie cell, right? So he got like the first one, then I think his first extension, then the Miami deal. So now, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah, I think I would just go team to team now. Yeah, stomping on hit now. <laughs> Everywhere I turn, that's all I'm doing. Again, Indianapolis, I, like come do it for us. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, he's, especially in the playoffs, he was a monster. So he's certainly still good at football. Look right now. Yeah, over nine years. Nine years. How much loot you think Sue's taking home? Uh, like a hundred and thirty. Very good guess. One thirty-eight. My initial went to like one, like eighty. <laughs> I was like, it's football. It's yeah, now cut it in half. Yeah. Jesus Lord. And yeah, that's nine years. So he's he's thirty two. That's it. That's it. Jesus Christ, it's terrifying. You thought he was? How old do you think he was? Uh, like thirty five. Now that's why. Like that's exactly why I th- he's got. A, I think he's got a couple one years left. 
then like one year, be like, okay, I'll take the sucker deal, the three for fifty, when I know I'm washed up, but they don't. Which I don't hate. No, that's it's clearly the move. Like, the only thing that would be better is if he won the Super Bowl this year or wins it next year. Like, yeah, that's the only way this deal. It's the Revis. Go year to year, bet on yourself, and when it's done, it ends fast. But you made as much money as you possibly could by the time it ends. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, I'd say he's got it all figured out right now. Yeah, that's damn near quarterback money. He's like he's good, but he's like Donald's clearly better, like Watt, like multiple guys have been better over the course of his career, defenders. Yeah, I mean Sue. He's getting, been like he, five Pro Bowls, five All Pro. Like he's up there in the mix for sure. But like, I'm t- like no defensive player of the year. So like, what year was it? Like you point to and say, oh yeah, that was Sue's year because Watts got three of them. Donald's got two. Right. I feel like Alden Smith, like Merriman, even going back, it's like, oh yeah, no, that guy had 19 sacks that year. He was a monster. Sue was just always one of the like in the mix. Yeah, yeah, Sue's probably been in that top three to five a lot of those years, but probably never won. Man, you make it $138 million, man. That's, that's exactly, it's like Mike Conley's deal. Yikes. Why would you ever play football? <laughs> Kyler Murray. That's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, oh, man. It's like Bismack Biombo's making like eighteen million dollars this year. <laughs> but like, yeah, the, I <laughs> I agree. Most people should play basketball. I yeah, most people should be uh, above average height. That's what I say. Yeah, figure it out. It's like the Colts, or excuse me, the Vikings got to make a decision this year. It's like we got to let like Anthony Barr and Harrison Smith walk, so we can pay like Everson Griffin twelve million dollars. Meanwhile, Bismack Biombo's like, damn, that's unfortunate. Yom Hibney's like, wow, sounds awful. It couldn't be me. Yeah, Mons Golf is like, buddy, uh-uh. you can trade me you need, wherever I need to to get them deals working. If you need me to flow you some some coins, let me know. Yeah, it's like, oh man, man, who is that? Todd Gurley in the club, man. Tell him bottles on me, baby. Thank you, Montreal. <laughs> it's like, no, man, I know you. I know your pocket's slim, AD. Uh, let me hold it. I know that defensive player of the year didn't come with any cash. Let me get the, the thank you. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to have to ask. <laughs> thank you, uh, Danilo Gallinari. <laughs> McVay just goes to pay, and uh, he looks up, and Shea Gill just has, he's like, your money's no good here, guy. Get out of here. <laughs> you're doing good things we, for the city. Uh, what have we told you before? Right, you're, you're, <laughs> get out of here. He just ruffles his head. Like that that is so wild to me. You just out Miami and I don't know, just Dion Waiters is just buy, Kelly Olinick is just buying the bar. <laughs> Not a care in the world. Yeah. That's on me, Sue. Now I, your bill's been taken for. It's been taken care of. You look over and it's James Johnson. It's like wow, the ninth man for the for a, a sub five hundred team is making like Drew Brees money. <laughs> I love this league. I, yeah, I, 
I'm just trying to think of other basketball players who are making like, like uh, who's the white guy on on Memphis? Chandler Chandler Parsons. Parsons, yeah. You could just buy an NFL franchise cash if you wanted to. Yeah. I, oh no, Mr. Mariota, you're uh, no no no, your bill's been taken for by whom? By uh, that gentleman over there. It's uh, it's Jermichael Green. <laughs> he bought the bar. Like he's. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, he's good like, game last night. <laughs> My kid loves you. Thank you. Jermichael. He walked in. He said he liked the ambiance so much. He just he just bought the entire building. Right. <laughs> he walks in. And you see, um, you see Harold Landry in there, like counting the coins in his pocket. Like I think I can afford one beer. And he looks over and uh, <laughs> just. <laughs> Just Zebo's like, man, I own this joint. Like, just, <laughs> just drink up, man. Like, Your money's no, simply no good here. He's, yeah, he's like, I bought this with my Portland money. I haven't, even, <laughs> I haven't even spent my Memphis money or my Sacramento money. Harold Landry's like, man, I live on a thirty thousand dollar a year budget. This thing could end at any moment. My brain is scrambled eggs. Zach Randolph was like, man, oh man, I smoke weed in the locker room. My money's guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad things worked out for you, though, Harold. <laughs> yeah, no times have been tough. Kent Bazemore living like a king out here, man. I'd rather be Kent Bazemore than Julio Jones. That's a fact. I mean, is that even a, a question? <laughs> the Bays man out here uh, just dropping coin for Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Ryan's like, how much for valet? <laughs> it didn't used to be 10 and uh honey honey i'm sorry we're gonna have to cancel dinner i know it's valentine's day so right. i'm crying ten dollars i'm gonna be in there an hour and you're telling me an hour <laughs> of my time is where <laughs> and he just looks up he's like sir 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 it's been mr deadman is taking care of it i went to boston college i know <laughs> how to do math <laughs> i know what money uh time value of money it's like sir 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 jeremy lynn has covered you and your wife's uh dinner and parking he's like who i don't follow basketball he's like he's he's the uh, former six man for the hawks <laughs> like the hawks are they're bad aren't they oh yes they're very bad he couldn't even start sure could no 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 no. they just bought him out they paid him to go away <laughs> he's like that guy bought my dinner and your wife's yes <laughs> He sent over this bottle of champagne. It's our finest in house. It's fifty thousand dollars a bottle. Matt Ryan's like fifty. That's four (laughs) weeks of work. You know how many times I could park my car from scratch like that? (laughs) Yeah, and uh, Tori and Prince comes over and is like, "No, no, no, drink that." He's like, "No, we drink these all the time, man. They're great. We drink them before the game." Sometimes daring shit. Yeah, like we yeah, we uh, give the rest of the ball boy. Matt Ryan's like, I had the bottle of wine I drunk uh, the night I was drafted. I still have half left, and I don't want to waste it. Like I, <laughs> every dollar counts. <laughs> People say their birthday cake to be uh, sentimental. We're hungry. Like we <laughs> we got our wedding cake from the supermarket. It was uh, <laughs> it's the right decision. I stand by it. Man, oh man, even better a baseball place. Like, who was that? Like, Freddie Freeman just bought your drinks. Who? <laughs> and you just point to him. Like, that guy? That's the, the, <laughs> that's the first baseman for the Atlanta Braves. 
Oh, it's like a, a substitute teacher. What are you we talking the, about? I thought the, I thought he was wearing security. I thought he was a tall guy. No, no, no. He uh, uh, he made twice your salary last year, and it was all guaranteed. Well, he certainly <laughs> must be one of the best in the game. So, yeah, he, he had 22 home runs. He's pretty good. You want a gold <laughs> glove? He's got a slick glove. But uh. <laughs> No question, one of the ten best at his position. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. He's one of the uh, five best Atlanta Brave prospects. There's no doubt about it. He's like, so he. I mean, how many MVPs he got? He's like, I think he won Player of the Week once. <laughs> Here, I'll never forget August 2011. Yeah, when he was when he was with the uh, Puxatani Fields. I think he won Player of the Month in Double A. Yeah, makes 165 million dollars. I love sports. Baseball is funny like that, though. It's like everyone's always got jokes for baseball, and then like Harper's about to sign maybe a, a deal eventually, and it's going to be like, oh, hmm. I, maybe I should just learn how to hit dingers. I don't know. No, I'll tell anybody with kids, and I was like, if your kid's not left-handed, make them left-handed. Correct. It's like play baseball. Like hitting or pitching doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> like if you really get into it, pitching, but uh, doesn't matter. No, sure doesn't. Uh, Do they have to be good? No, not really. (laughs) Like, just durable, right? Like, just... (laughs) If you can be left-handed and just know, like, yeah, I can go go six innings no matter what, you'll make $175 million in your career and win two rings. That's if you have a short career. Right, yeah. If you just decide to play to your 38. Who was the dude who was bringing his son to the uh, game so much that they hated him? Uh, that was um, for White Sox. It was uh, uh, Adam LaRoche. LaRoche, that's it. Like that. <laughs> Imagine uh, Sean McVay, like just taking his son to, like an NFL locker room. He's just on the sidelines with him just every day. It would never against guys like whose jobs aren't guaranteed. Like get get fucking Junior out the way. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Tore my ACL. Like my next deal is depending on this. <laughs> yeah, well, just, that. just shooting the shit with him on the bench. <laughs> Which is so funny because it's like, hilarious. Walking around the Red Sox in the postseason, like Jackie Bradley Jr. was like in the dugout with his feet up, holding his daughter. Everyone was like, "Oh, yeah, look, look who's back!" Like. <laughs> Everyone took time out of their day to play with her. Like, all the kids are just running around constantly. And the White Sox are like, get this fucking puke kid out of here. That's <laughs> what I was like. It's probably not even. I was like, they just can't. I was like, the kid's probably cool. This LaRoche is probably a dick. They make a funny joke or something. Or they say something. He shoots him a dirty look. And it's like, all right. All right, Adam. Like, you're hitting 284. Like, we, you're, like we, buddy, we don't need this. Buddy, Adam LaRoche would have been uh, an all-star if he were hitting for I mean how much do you think LaRoche made in his career before Way I get, too much. before before I look it up I'll say like 75 million let's see did he no not that much did he ever make an all-star game I hope not no one gold glove one silver slugger that's and he is he retired is he still cooking uh, he's long gone Okay, let's see. Adam LaRoche. Yeah, I was close. How much? 
71. Jesus Christ. Closer to 72, honestly. I was say, I see one that's at 73, so... Yeah, yeah, 70 made, plus million dollars. It 300k, 300k, 400k, 3.2 mil, 5, 7 mil, 4.5, 7, 8, 10, 12, 12, 2. Jesus. He never hit 300. <laughs> of course not. He did hit 32 home runs once. Okay. Yeah, what's this year he won gold glove and silver slugger? No, he had 33 home runs, uh, 100 RBI, 271, 343, 5'10. Had a league leading nine sacrifice flies. Okay. Listen, that's what you that's what you pay over the uh <laughs> That's what you uh, fork over the scratch for. <laughs> He came in six in MVP. <laughs> that was his peak. Okay. No, that's pretty Liter- good. Listen, literally no other year does he have anything in his awards column. In 2012, he was sixth in MVP, gold glove, silver slugger. I don't know how that happens. Juicing. I hope so. Hey, again, the $70 million uh, bargain. That's amazing. Fucking Adam LaRoach. He had a brother, too. Brother also stunk. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting in the locker room with his fucking kid. That's hysterical, dog. Chris Sale foaming at the mouth. Right. <laughs> like, imagine if somebody brought just like their 15-year-old kid to the office every single day. Oh, that get old real quick. Like, like just every single day. The way yeah, you guys talking be- about. Not too loud in front of Junior. <laughs> Can you please watch the language? All right, guys, please. Stop giving him dip. <laughs> hey, take that vape out of his hand. <laughs> it's like, I can't take this kid here anymore. Yeah, that's the <laughs> point. Thanks. I'm looking like, man, oh, man. Like, Samarja's not good. Like, he's fine. He had a stretch where he was above average. I'm looking right. He made like made an all-star game. Career ERA, 4.17. Thousand uh, strikeouts. He- He's definitely made over a hundred. Oh, easily. That's what I'm saying. Like, and he's like right now he's at 88, but he's got next two years 19.5 apiece. So he'll be at 127 yeah. earned by the time he's 36 <laughs> to not play football. Right. Yeah, I mean he had a good run of it for a while there. That's a like the only. Only thing missing from that is the only thing I'd want is just I get the random trade to a good team and win a ring during the middle right. of the year. That'd be the only thing. Outside that, give me that uh, Edgar Renneria. Samarja never. He said one, two years that he's finished above five hundred. <laughs> yeah, eighty-five mil. I think that's what like Aaron Donald. No, that's what Khalil Max <laughs> deal was. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a, I think it was 80. Where's this guy's ERA? Let's see. All right, here we go. No, I don't know what I was thinking. His was 141. So, yeah, somebody so. got 85. Maybe Watt or somebody like a couple years ago. No, I think Olivier Vernon. Yeah, he's getting that Vernon scratch. 
He had a sub three ERA a few times, so that was fine. But yeah, these—I mean, these win-loss totals are hilarious. Jesus, like he went seven and thirteen the year he made the All Star game. <laughs> In fuego. <laughs> The two nine nine ERA. All right. <laughs> He's turning it around. <laughs> this guy's figuring it out. Like Get I'm looking. <laughs> right. Has Tyson Chandler made an All Star team? I feel like he might have made one. One or so. two. Let me see. I feel like did Nick's Tyson Chandler make an All? Yeah, he made 2013 one All Star team. He's made 185 million dollars. Okay. Pretty good. <laughs> That's the perfect. Like I'm trying to find a guy who hasn't even made an All Star team yet. Luol Deng, six. No, even he made a couple. Tyson yeah. Chan. Tyson Chandler hasn't made less than ten million dollars since 2006, when he was probably legit 22 years old. And he was making nine point one then. <laughs> like, okay, I know Rudy Gay's never made an All Star game. He's made 134 million. Pretty good in his career. I wonder how many NFL players have made that all time. Seven. <laughs> and it's not like the good, it's not Joe Montana. Like, in it. <laughs> right. It's not the, here we go. Okay, what did I just say? One. 134. Yeah, 134. Rudy Gay is at 134. Let's see what caliber of NFL player is at 134. Okay, he'd be the 13th highest paid NFL player of all time. <laughs> Sandwiched in between Indomitian Sue and Gerald McCoy. It's two of the greatest defensive tackles <laughs> of all time. Like, certainly of their... Like, Sue... Like, Sue will be on the all-decade team. Yep. McCoy will... I don't know. I don't know if he'll be... Like, he's good. I don't know if he'll be all-decade. And even then, yeah, Rudy Gay was just like, that guy's pretty good. <laughs> right after him, <laughs> Nene, 130. There is nobody that's made 130. Like the gap between Sue and McCoy from twelve to thirteen is eighteen million. No, excuse me, twenty eight million dollars. Like and the okay. rest like all these people are Hall of Famers. Eli Breeze, Brady, Rogers, Rivers. And that's how the NBA top is, but around the middle, you're getting to Joe Kim Noah twenty seven. Jamal Crawford has made more money all time than Terrell Suggs. <laughs> And Jamal Crawford started practicing his sport like last year. <laughs> that's a, Derek Rose has made more money than Air, uh, Adrian Peterson. Oh, that's not even close. If we factor in like his Adidas money too, oh yeah, buy no, this the, is he could buy the entire NFL like Bill Gates. Listen, Von Miller's made ninety million dollars. Von Miller is—he's another. I like he's not the best I've ever seen. He might be top three though. Like, just at what he does, he's at $90 million. I got to scroll to get to that. <laughs> he's tied with J.J. Reddick. <laughs> right ahead of Trevor Ariza, though, so there's that. That's good. Good for him. That's good. Like, and now, the thing, like, Kyrie and Anthony Davis are 47 to 48, 95. Like, their next contract is going to push them from 47 to 17. <laughs> Or not probably like twenties because everybody in the NBA got money. Uh, like their next deal is gonna be more than 
difference like Trent Williams has made in his career? That without a question. Chris Long, our close personal friend, ninety-two million is green. He's giving some of it away, man. Keep that baby. Uh, he's, he's he's looking over his skis a little too much. He needs to calm down. Yeah, he's he's the one that's going to be in a bar. It's like uh, uh, <laughs> Mike Scott has uh, sent you a brew. It's from Bobon. What the? What are you? What are you, What are we supposed to tell him? <laughs> I can't even reach up to his ears to tell him. It's just like you got to be really good to. I feel like the threshold is got it's got to be like two hundred million. You got to be really good to get to two hundred million. Because it's only been five people all time that hit this hit two hundred so far. Well, Kyrie and AD are both about to get there, right? Well, I I think if they I think they have to stay. Like if if they get the five year, then those contracts alone will be, like because the Russ. Was it Russ Wall and Harden? Those deals are more than two hundred already, so they'll get right. there. But man, I guess the new bear will be like if you if you made two hundred fifty million, you were a pretty good NBA player. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were a, like a, a solid like role player. Well, however, number one all time in NFL, Eli Manning. So yeah, I mean, listen. We can we can rag on Eli as much as, as we want, but he's always known what he's wanted and where he's wanted it. Also, Stafford and uh, Ryan tied for seven and eight. I mean, that's going to be an interesting race because <laughs> that's the only comp- that's the only comparison, like average to above average NFL quarterbacks in Stafford's case. Alex Smith is eleventh, so I guess the NFL has their. Counterpoint, Wesley Matthews is 39th all-time. Pretty good. Wesley Matthews has made more money than Andrew Luck. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Luck might win the MVP next year. (laughs) Wesley Matthews might not be in the league. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, man. And Wesley Matthews' leg fell off. (laughs) 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 Like Lux did, too, to his... Uh, fair, like his fair, shoulder fair is fair. fell off. Yeah, fair is fair. But <laughs> legit, Wesley Matthews. He like all these guys having Achilles now. Wesley Matthews was the OG hipster Achilles tear. Oh yeah. He like nobody since Elton Brand tore their shit. Also, I'm tear. I have no idea what John Wall is gonna look like when he gets back. Oh boy. Could be anything. Can even be a bear. I hope he's I hope he's real fat. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> I think it's, it's, I don't want him to be like fat when it's time to play, but I do like a random shot of him on the bench in summer <laughs> league, just like two sixty five would be hysterical. <laughs> with a boot on his foot, would just uh, it would just kill me. <laughs> just a boot on and like just com- so unkempt, just like the hair all over the he's place. Wearing like the yeah the gunner shirt. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, that would kill me. But it's like, no, he's uh, he's close to uh, being able to run on the treadmill. <laughs> Treadmill's like, no, thank you. <laughs> also, I was reading, they don't know if Roberson's going to come back this year. Like that yeah. might be the. And his was it wasn't Achilles. I don't think was it Patella. I think it was. Let me see. I think yeah, like he's. 
I said he's had three different setbacks, which always what you want to hear. Th- yeah, that's terrifying. And I, yeah, like I was playing it, yeah, patellar tendon. And it's like I think that's what Jeremy Lin did, and he's he's about to play big minutes for the Raptors. Yeah. So I have no idea how any of this works anymore, but man. Not good. And Roberson's still buying drinks for uh, <laughs> there's no team in Oklahoma. He's buying Lincoln Riley. Uh, yeah, playing in the NFL is a bad idea. That's from the gentleman in the wheelchair over there, Andre Roberson. <laughs> he hasn't walked in three years. That like as much credit as like we give modern medicine, like to have three setbacks now, that terrifies me. Yeah. Like that it's not great. for a guy that it's basically all lateral quickness. Like that's his calling card. Right. He's not elite like he's not that big or tall, jump that fast, but like reaction and lateral movement. So I'm really glad he at least got that second contract first. And again, maybe he maybe these guys just need time. Like we're just expecting everybody to come back too fast. Yeah. And when people don't we like has a whole freak out. And then people come back healthy as hell. Yeah, I, I think it's unfair when we like we see Boogie come back so fast, and it's like, oh, well, why can't Roberson or why can't this guy? Like everyone's right. a little different for sure, no matter how good modern medicine is. Right, it was the same like Tony Parker and Kawhi. It was both quadriceps. Like what? That's basically the extent of their similarity. But Tony right. Parker compared him, so it was like, I came back. Why didn't he? <laughs> Known good teammate, Tony yeah, Parker. No. Good man. Where are all the people that was like, oh, this is a great hire. He'll help. Yeah, they're with the seven seed and below 500. Exactly where you want to be. That's Tony Parker basketball. Yeah, folks. exactly. Just getting absolutely rolled by the Bucks in the first round. That's it. <laughs> yeah, Kimba should definitely commit the prime of his career to that team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a play. Buy drinks for Cam. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I've made the All Star game twice. You won the MVP. Here's a drink for it. Yeah, like it. <laughs> I was an All Star injury replacement. Um, you were a, what? Uh, <laughs> First overall pick. Yeah, 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 you were a half a football from uh, taking home the Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, there's a bottle of uh, Doucet, the '68. It's the only one of the like these in the country. <laughs> we could do this with literally every NBA slash NFL city, and we will. I was uh, say at some point, yes. Yeah, we'll get to you. We'll get to you, uh, like Clint Capella, JJ Watt. Um, <laughs> Probably got hoes, dude. <laughs> That's another. I was thinking about that. That's how more. Yeah, he ought to be executive of the year for that. He might. He got compelled to take five years, ninety million. Biombo's like, I wouldn't take that. <laughs> yeah, mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah, no, I'd tell my agent no. But big, big weekend coming up, All Star weekend. Very excited. Yes. Uh, maybe we'll have more details about that. Maybe we won't. I don't. I can't tell the future. You guys know as much as we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, rest in peace, Tom. Yes. Rest in peace, Porter. Yes. Rest in peace, Bo. Yes. Car care is fun for Flint. Smash that donation button. Always and forever. No, I, I always say that. I don't want it to be forever. Because um, it's bad. Maybe the Not, time you smash it this time will be the last time. That'd be swell. Uh, we'll see you guys later this week. See you.